Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Yes. We got the fucking Wisen Brothers here, dude. Minus, minus the, minus Brett. Minus the baby bro. Where's he at? What's he doing? Him and my wife and his wife, I think they were going to go to Estuary by the harbor. I don't know. He's got really good birds lately. That's the most dad shit ever. Dude. Yeah, it's like it's cool because just like I can walk the baby and just like check out a bird. And then I got this book where like it's like oh like that's a black bird with red wings. Like and I just check it out in the book. I'm like okay, cool. That's good it. for you. Man. Yeah, that's there's some fucking funny things that happen when you become dads, dude. Like yeah. I've never been more in uh, impressed by mountains. Uh, and like scenery in my entire yeah. life, dude. Like, I, and maybe it's just getting older. It doesn't have to be a dad thing. Yeah. But now I'm like, we're going to Yellowstone uh, in July. And it's, it's like a bucket list thing for me. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be the asshole that gets like gored by a buffalo, like have for sure. Seen, you know what I mean? Have you seen the Disney movie Yellowstone <laughs> Cubs? <laughs> no, I haven't. But Bro, I will watch it. Watch it with your kids. Yeah. It's so cute. Is it? Yeah, like it's about the Cubs there, and they they go there, and the Cubs are like all precocious, and like they get into trouble. 50s? It's like early. Yeah. It's like early. Oh, it's an early movie? Early informational. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's cute. Clearly, clearly oh my God. like scripted situation. But you're going there, so you should definitely watch it. Oh, I'm definitely yeah. going, yeah. He told us to watch it. It's crazy because I've been to um, Yellowstone. What's the one that's like in Wyoming? That's Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah, so Yosemite is in no, near Yellowstone's the one up there. Up, but me and <clears> my wife and her family went to Yellowstone Maybe two years ago. Absolutely breathtaking. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we we camped a lot growing up. And there's so much in Ventura growing up here. You know, there's there's mountains right here. Right. I absolutely took them for granted my entire life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. They were just the background of my life. I never went hiking. Never did any of that stuff. For sure. You know, we were into skating and playing music. That wasn't really our vibe. Um I moved to Florida. There's not a mountain in the entire state. There's literally <laughs> yeah, not. It's totally. insane. Yeah. So I didn't realize how much I missed it. But now we go on vacation in Tennessee in the Smoky Mountains. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Took this big family trip and absolutely breathtaking. Like Yellowstone has mountains. It has cliffs. It has like crazy, um, like, you know, Old Faithful is there. Yeah, yeah. All, geysers, bro. And like weird, it, it, <laughs> geysers, bro. It looks like you're on Mars. Like the, yeah, the crazy stuff yeah, around. Um, <clears throat> but there's bears everywhere. There's freaking buffalo everywhere. Whatever. Yeah. All that's to say, Todd told us to watch the same thing, like when Disney Plus came out or whatever. Uh-huh. We watched it. It's super cool because it's in the fifties. Like people are wearing Pendleton's like this yeah. and Everybody cool station really wagons. Cool. Yeah. But it's so. I'm also just kind of like scared. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so unsafe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, dude, like that's what I hear. Geez. Like they'll ram your cars and shit, like Buffalo, if yes. they want to. <laughs> you're oh, like, yeah, oh, you just no. have to, like, you're, you'll be like going to take it. Like, what are you going to do? Your car will just be stopped in the middle of the road for <laughs> three hours because there's buffalo going by or yeah. bears. And then in this movie that that Todd was talking about back then, like shit was just different. 
and these fools are getting out of their cars and like feeding them. Here's a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> to a, a bear tub. It's gonna be me, dude. It's gonna be me. If you met, like if you <laughs> see a bear cub, they'll tell you when you're in the crisis. Like, <clears throat> do not touch it. They make you carry a bell around. You got to get bear spray. All this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But you'll like. If I see a bear cub, I'm like, fuck, the mom is watching me yeah. from somewhere. The mom, and that's true. That's no, like, yeah, 100%. Like, the only time a mom will... She's just waiting for you to that's fuck off. If you touch them, they'll beat your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll yeah. rip your face off. Yep. You can't... I'm sorry, you can't fight a bear. But also... <laughs> unless you're Khabib, not a bend a men off. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. You can't yeah, see all for, um, the For bears attacking humans yeah. is like none. Like, no, nobody cares. Nobody... Because everyone knows that you don't... Feed don't them. Fuck they the don't bear. fuck with people, though. You don't do whatever. Like, I could imagine up yeah. there they're probably used to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? But where you get into trouble is up in the back hills where oh, they're not yeah, fucking yeah, used to people. Yeah. What's that? Where, like, where you guys are. Yeah, you're second, in Jersey now, second right? Second day, uh, we were outside with our little dog, and a hawk flies down and like within like 10 feet of us, which is pretty close. Right. And we're like, oh my god, look, that hawk was amazing. And I was like really freaked out. I was like, I don't want to get yeah, mess you up for sure. Uh-huh. Hawks. So, Katie called um, her parents, who are like into birds and they're from Jersey, and they're like, oh, we just had a run-in with a hawk. And like, while they're on the phone, I'm like looking at her backyard, which is just woods. Mm-hmm. There's a, <laughs> just a bear crawling up our hill. Just like right a, in our backyard. Yeah, no. I was like, oh, <laughs> my. I was like, we're at it. Like, I, like, th- I'm supposed to be comfortable in my house here. Yeah. We're, we've talked to our neighbors, and it's like, a, like, they probably just weren't used to us being, you know, no one had lived in the house for a long right, time. Right, yeah. Um, now now you're in their path. But you know, immediately being from here, you don't see shit. I mean, you dude, see a fucking seagull to take a shit on somebody at the beach. Say, like, the only thing here you you know, you, that we had to consider was if you went up to, like, a Royal Bay Park and went into the hills, you might hear a rattlesnake. Right, yeah, exactly. That's and, like, it. okay, yeah. a rattlesnake will warn you. What's, they don't want to mess with you. What's the yeah. Ohio Lake? Kachuma? Is that... Uh, Kachuma's past Casitas. Casitas. Yeah, okay. like I camped at Lake Casitas, mm-hmm. and in our we're in our tent, and then the bear comes by and starts looking for trap. Like, I've never seen yeah. a bear here ever. Yeah, they're, they're up there for sure. Dude. Yeah, they're they're definitely up there. But, they, mean, that, but it was like I guess I must have been camping with like older friends that mm-hmm. were like, oh, don't worry about it. This is what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah, maybe like Buck or somebody. Definitely like. Uh, uh, I would pay a lot of money to see Buck interact with a bear, dude. Well, R.I.P. Like, Buck. Like, he was like an <laughs> Eagle Scout. Yeah, I know, I know. He probably knows what to do. Yeah, like, exactly. him and Fletcher, I literally <laughs> met, oh my met God. In, uh, I love it. in Boy Scouts. Uh-huh. And when I met both, <laughs> when I met both of them, they, you know, I was like a couple years younger than both of them, mm-hmm. and, uh, they're like, oh yeah, like stay the night at Fletcher's house. I'm like, oh, we got to go to this like uh, Boy Scouts event, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh god, this is gonna be something else. So, <laughs> what's Jim and Rob's? Is that the uh-huh. Fresh Max? Yeah. Or not? Uh, what's the place <clears throat> kind of by Salzers? That it was like two names, like a Mexican restaurant. That F- Fiesta. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was at Fiesta. Yeah. Um, used to be Loops, that restaurant right yeah, there. Yeah. I think it was there. One of those places, that's where the event was. And mm-hmm. I was like, they were Eagle Scouts. And I was like, you guys are like in charge. Of people? And it was like the nerdiest <laughs> thing I've ever... Like, I was never into Boy Scouts. And by right. that point, they were like punk. So right. it was like, oh, you like... Cold like, your mohawk back and put yeah. your little uniform. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. 
cute and silly and yeah. like nerdy and I probably tried to roast them for it, but I was like, oh, that's what you're into. Like, I don't know. It was, uh, well, it's such a trip. I mean, I remember the first, like we met when we were what, 13, 12, yeah. whatever yeah. it was. Right. And I remember coming over to your guys' house and meeting you for yeah. the first time, older yeah. brother, yeah. fucking cool guy, yeah. you know, into punk rock. And then I remember watching Buck walk out of the house in a mall. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> shredded? Like, he, he was always yeah. shredded, dude. Like, yeah. he was like this buff dude, and he had yeah, his he pants had... with the long socks and a mohawk, yeah. and was not nice, like, at all. He, at like, all. Like, he, he tried to be angry punk guy, but he was, like, actually, like, a, a very really solid dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, so it made sense that he, like, had worked for the water. Right. You know, like... Yeah. Water department. The secret man vibe. Yeah, yeah. he really he did. always had a man body for sure. A hundred percent a man dude, body. but yeah. like solid. Yeah. yeah, I remember like I went to a show, and it was the first time I'd ever really had an interaction yeah. with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm I'm fucking there, Mister Christian Punk. I got yeah. stupid patches on, and he is just zeros in on me. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh boy, here it comes. Mm-hmm. So he starts asking me, and I got a filth patch on. He's like, what kind of punk you? And I'm like. You know, I'm just giving him these half-assed, yeah. you know, I don't know my asshole for my L. I'm, I'm like 13, dude. Yeah. And he fucking makes fun of me so hard. And I'm like, not mean back then either. Like, I yeah. didn't have the mean bones yet. Yeah. You know, so I'm just, this guy broke me down and like, was not terrible to me, but really yeah. was like, hey man, don't be fucking coming around here stating all this shit. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But it really did. It was like one of those defining moments That's in my sure. life. Like, you're not allowed to be a tourist. Yeah, right, because it was in the height yeah. of the poser days, or the, yeah. remember the instapunk days, yeah, yeah, all that shit, which I'm sure I was. You know what I mean? All of a yeah. sudden, well, I, mean, I was a metal kid yeah. that turned into a punk. Yeah. You know, and uh, he really fucking set me straight, dude. And from that moment on, I was like, oh, I got to know what I'm talking I, about around here. You know what I mean? I've thought about that a lot, <laughs> and how that has ultimately benefited my development as a human being. Like, right. It, it's you mean dealing with Buck or just at punk in, rock general, in general? In <laughs> general, like. I, the worst possible thing in the, our most formative years, mm-hmm. the worst possible thing you could be is a poser. Right. Yeah. And that has been, it, it sounds dickish. It sounds gatekeeper-y. Oh yeah. Like, oh, it was back know, then. But, but I think we responded to it in a good way. I had an easier ride because my older brother was Buck's best friend. Right. They were, so I was around a lot and Buck was way nicer to me than Todd was. Right. So, so, I mean, me and Todd have gotten along amazing that we, you know, have never once had a falling out of any capacity. But I, you know, if he's 15 and also having to kind of like prove himself, know his stuff, know all that kind of stuff. His 13-year-old brother, like, that's the last thing you want yeah. around. Is this I totally, tag along? I totally get it. Yeah, that's funny. But Buck was... <laughs> no, he was like, right, he, maybe? He, like, loved you guys and Brett and... And, and yeah. like, okay, everyone's going to show at the living room, the OG living room, whatever. And, you know, there's the, like, oh, you got to bring your little brother type of vibe. Oh, yeah. Our, our parents didn't really do that. But there was, like, the implied sort of thing. I wanted to be a part of it, whatever. And there was multiple times <clears throat> where Todd would sort of, like, juke me out of going. Like, he would, like, 
ride with somebody or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Buck I mean, would... Who Buck, knows what I was on. Like, hey, you know, man. Was, like, yeah, teenagers, or, what are you supposed to do? Or anything to hang out with a girl or something. Yeah. Like or, or, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, you know, maybe you wanted to smoke or drink or something. Oh, that's a good point. Why would you want me there who could eventually and probably would eventually... Rat you out. Get you in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was it. You know what it I mean? definitely was like... And you, were, and you were, yeah, same thing. And you were like yeah. trying to be cool, your your own cool world. But Buck would be like, would come and pick me up after oh, Todd yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's he, cool. Yeah, he yeah. would yeah. give me a. He'd he be like, like, no, or he he'd be like, Todd, shut the fuck up. Casey's coming with us. Nice. And I'm yeah. like twelve. Yeah, <laughs> like, hanging out with fifteen and, to eighteen year olds. And yeah. like, I'd be like, you know, using some craft technique that we learned from my grandma to like. Make myself a minor threat shirt, <laughs> right. and Todd would be like, "Why are you doing that? Like, just like, just get something from the thrift store. Like, this is stupid." <laughs> and Buck would be like, "This is so amazing. Can you make me a shirt?" Like, so supportive. Yeah, and it was like probably kind of lame and would be embarrassing if I was in Todd's position. Yeah, but yeah, Buck was like, "I can't believe you made that. That's so cool. Like, so." supported yeah. and went out of his way to and probably in a slight way from his position he probably thought it was fun to fuck with Todd oh yeah it. probably kill like oh Todd, Todd doesn't want his little brother there <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna be that. his best fucking friend dude exactly <laughs> yeah. like, I mean I vividly remember him giving me tapes yeah. you know patches oh yeah teaching me how to do slappy grinds in our backyard like mm-hmm. he he filled a very cool um older brother type space for me yeah and in a completely different, unique relationship with Todd. The only... Which was amazing. And he was 18. The, yeah, oh, yeah. The only, he was, the only, he was older. The like, of that that I think... Because, like, obviously I didn't notice any of this. Yeah, but for sure. Him and, like, Dad were definitely on a team against me. Probably you too. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, probably. they would roast me in a Oh, no, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I had that with your dad, too. Yeah, I yeah. fucking love your dad. Yeah, and, like, I just love like, that fucking like, man. They would roast me in a very specific, like, oh, probably the same. And you would yeah. get... So uh-huh. there was that one. <laughs> yeah. Because I was, like, <clears throat> not the most... I mean, I was into punk forever and all that. Yeah. But, but then I was like, oh, I'm actually, like... I actually just like music. That was kind of, like, at right. the point I, like... Broke off and was like, "Oh, I'm into like the Beatles. I like Stella. fucking music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was the same thing. At that point, I was already kind. Of, so they would kind of gross me for like, oh, you want to be like sixties or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Buck wanted to dress punk. Yeah, till his final day. Yeah, yeah. And you, even by the time you started kicking it with them, you wanted to. I was like dress nice, dress cool. I like how like Elvis, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I was were, just trying to be like the Camarillo kids that I thought were like the sick. coolest, fuck yeah. like smarter and yeah. cooler yeah. and whatever. Which we all know they're not now. <laughs> like, yeah. So you you were buying like like sixties button up shirts yeah. from the thrift store, and mm-hmm. he was wearing Germs t shirts, yeah. right? And yeah. I was so young that that was still so cool to me that he was wearing. Yeah, there was like right. I eventually like leaned into my own path of thinking that like dressing rockabilly was really cool <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> But, it yeah, there was a little bit of that, of, like, like even, I don't know even know who started it, but that, like, Facebook group of, like, 90s Ventura mm-hmm. punks or whatever, yeah. like, I spent hours on that looking at photos. Totally, man. And they're amazing, and it's a time capsule. Mm-hmm. For, you know, a lot of that is geared more towards 
Todd's. It's definitely. Yeah, our generation is a yeah. little bit different. Yeah. Which is funny because it's like, we're only two years apart. I know. <laughs> and it's a completely yeah. different set of faces. Yeah. Well, also, I was young. I was the. You were the young. Yeah. You were on the younger end of the spectrum. Yeah. Even a, a year younger than Pat. Right. So it would have been like, Pat would have been even maybe the youngest of those people. And But it's funny, like, you see, like, Peter Pan's Army mm-hmm. or Exxon, or like, you see, like, even like Caesar, who became like a, a kind of weird, cool guy. But like you see Caesar, you see Little Matt, you see all these people mm-hmm. dressing either like crazy crust punk style, right, or dressing whatever, just like punks. It or, was a six month cycle, or like, kind of like skate skate punk, like every six months, <laughs> yeah, it turned a little bit, right changed a little. <laughs> yeah, they still all dressed punk, even right, like, even like Woodgrain, who looked like a skater. When I look back now, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, he just looked like a '90s skater, right? Yeah, but he would wear like. A youth of today shirt or like a Reagan youth shirt and like Dickies and like skate shoes. Like he dressed pretty normal skate style, but like you, so you see this picture of all these punks. The girls wore vintage clothing for sure, like funny glasses or like a vintage dress or whatever, like just 90s alternative. Yeah. And then you're dressed either like you're in the Beastie Boys, like you're wearing like in a, a weird like vintage yeah. Adidas jacket. <laughs> Or, or even a little bit later, like, you started buying, like, nicer clothes. Yeah. But, those were still, but, like, still your friend group, your uh, bands. Like, yeah. I wanted to be, yeah, I was, I, I. You didn't want to dress, you didn't want to dress punk. Yeah. I don't know what spawned that, but it was like, oh, man. Well, you just, you those know, times, man, you're, you yeah. are just trying to figure out who the fuck you yeah, are. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it takes, it's. So, I mean, the amount of times I've changed the human I was from yeah. 10 to and fucking these, 17, you I know think, what I mean? Like, like, looking back at as an adult, like, there's, like, feelings inside of you that you don't know what... You have no idea. And you're like, oh, yeah. I don't feel like I look... I I want to feel how I look, or look yeah. how I feel. Right. And you want to, like, you know... Right. I definitely had those, like, you know, there's things going on with their family and all these things. Oh, I remember, yeah. like, being like, oh, what? No, I'm not, like, I don't know. Yeah, it was a trippy, I mean, it was a trippy time, but the one fucking cool thing about yeah. Ventura, and that stands apart against yeah. all the traveling I've done yeah. in my mm-hmm. fucking life, is the fact that it's a unified force here. For if sure. you're from Ventura, I mean, unless you're a real piece of shit, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, like, yeah. you're pretty much accepted. Like, yeah. our friend group now, which yeah. you guys aren't involved yeah. in because you live out of state, yeah. I mean, there's 20 fucking kids that known yeah. each other since birth in yeah. our yeah. group. Every single party yeah. we have is 20 kids minimum dude we're all on our third round like at this point you know what i mean and we're all everyone's accepted for the weird shit no one's really i mean like i said unless you've really ousted yourself and become like some psycho human or on drugs you know like ventura has always been an inclusive city like even with these little walls and these obstacles that we all face you know like Like for you like for the regular punk rockers to accept a bunch of like christian punks into their team is so wild Dude, compared we were, to like what, we were, you know, like compared gonna, to what was happening in the world. Name drop a little bit. <clears throat> Let's do it. But Let's we go. Were, <laughs> not really. We were literally like actual friends with Chad, right? Yeah, and like who like talk about that's like, not much of a name drop. I, I know. I was, just, I was just kidding. <laughs> but like you're like yeah. okay, who's this? Bleep it out. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> we were actually, no, but like yeah, the more we mention him, the more yeah, he comments talk, on our fucking talk feed. Insta punk. And, but he knew it, and I think the fact that he knew he was a nerd. Yeah. And but like we were like actually friends with him, and like, wait, like you're gonna be friends with like this like dorky Christian punk? Like, yeah. But then we like 
this is even before Officer Negative. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and then I, Officer Negative, and we're like, oh, Officer Negative, what a bunch of dorks. But it was like, oh, you guys are just yeah. friends, and you. Yeah, but you guys kept on, and he was like your friend who was like slightly outside of the group, but yeah. like he thought we were cool. Everyone's still accepted. Yeah, it was like you know not I mean? like no? yeah. It's... And I was definitely like Christian adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I mean, we grew up. You guys grew up really. Yeah, yeah. Our, your parents. Our always parents been have been, always been chill yeah. as hell. Oh yeah, like it wasn't like a strict Christian upbringing yeah. at all. But like we went to a Christian school for like kindergarten and first grade. Right. And you know, not only that, your parents are a true representation of what. That shit. Yeah, they were like kind, considerate, nice, accepting. Your house was the flop house for everyone. I mean, even when I didn't like Casey that much later, I just went over there to hang out with Todd. I'd like, I would would literally show up and be like, oh, what's up, Casey? And I'd just be hanging out with with Todd. We we talked about it a little bit yesterday in, in talking about coming here. And like, I mean, not just in the way that I should say this because, you know, my dad passed away in December. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Not just the way that, like, it's a courteous thing for me to say to you. Like, my dad loved you. Like, yeah. would, would, even he brought you up, like, not, I was gonna say, like, not long where, in times where, like, why, why, times where I hadn't talked uh, to you in two or three years, mm-hmm. which, like, it's just the way. That's life, like, man. You know it's what I mean? Like, I, 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 you know, never had any ill will or ill feelings. Oh, about yeah. Any Ventura person. Right, like, right. These are my, be, Deep, 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 true family roots, right. of course. Right. Um, everyone does their own thing. No big deal. Not even worth glossing over. But he'd be like, I saw Craigie at the store. Yeah, that's, or, that's, like, yeah. And I'm just like, yes. So, like, yeah. Or he'll talk about your kids or even yeah. just whatever. Well, we'd go by and visit him and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. we'll not only see you guys, but like, you know, a lot of his like later years were spent like online. Like that right. was his only way to. So he would just yeah, because it took him a, a half an hour to get off the couch. I know because of his physical ailments. Yeah. Like yeah, he couldn't be out. Yeah, so he would. Yeah. But he would like love to keep track, like tabs on like whatever all of oh, our for friends. Sure. Everyone's doing. Yeah, he I mean, I didn't. Came. I didn't have a father yeah. growing up. You know yeah. what I mean? And like your old man <clears throat> and a couple of my other friends. Yeah. You know, LeBaron's dad, of course. stepdad was awesome. I mean, R.I.P. Chris, but. Um, you know, I, your dad was a yeah. true father figure to yeah. me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would come to him and be like, "Yeah, fucking, my house is nuts." He's like, "Hey, man, you know, like he'd always give me like good, yeah. honest advice, and then make fun of me." You know what I mean? It was like, per- I mean, he was yeah, a for, real true father figure. Yeah. You know what for I mean? Sure, and and, and your mom too. I mean, yeah, and, I mean, Trish the dish. Come on, and you know what not, I mean? like in a really unique way that as I'm, you know, older now and. I don't have kids, but my brothers have kids and knowing people that have kids and all this kind of stuff, like I've appreciated so many subtle things about my parents' parenting style, which mm-hmm. was no style at all. Mm-hmm. They were just honest, mm-hmm. gave a shit, mm-hmm. and above all else, like whatever this kid, treating me with respect as a 13 year old. Right. And whatever you need, it's there. Mm-hmm. Like, not even a question of should we do this. I mean, I think about now, and at the time, it didn't seem that crazy, but, I mean, my my dad ran into um, <clears throat> Ryan Berger. I had I'd been super close with him, and then yeah. not for a little while, and then, like, saw him somewhere out, like, over by the college where I ran into mm-hmm. him, and... As my dad would do, hey, what's up? How you doing? What's going on? Whatever. And I don't know if he, if 
Ryan told him, I don't know, whatever it was, but found out, like, oh, like, he was basically homeless. Yeah. Oh, we're, like, sleeping in this, like, abandoned church mm-hmm. type of vibe. Right. And without question, not talking to me about it. Right. I don't even think he talked to my mom about it. Refused to let that be. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And went out and found them and said, you guys are coming to my house. Yeah. And... They lived at my house, like, I think even when I didn't live there. Right, yeah. Because he was just like, and without question, no, like, oh, I'm going to just give them some money, or no, like, oh, I hope they don't steal from us. No, like, yeah. no rules. Just truly, like, there's always a couch for anyone who needs right. it. Yeah. And, like, dude, that's a crazy way to be. I know. You want to think yeah. that you would be that I way. Think, well, dad, inviting people... I just letting you know, kids like, fucking flop. I think yeah. dad had a taste of the other side of that when he was growing up. Mm. And I didn't he was find that out. He was definitely on his own like at a very young age. Right. So, I mean, we didn't. I didn't find that out until like yeah. two years ago. Oh, that, really? That yeah. when my dad was like <clears throat> 15, he was essentially homeless. Mm-hmm. Or didn't have a place to go and just was like, all right, I'm going to do my thing and got himself a place like Pierpont area. Mm-hmm. And this I didn't know until literally like not even two years ago, sold weed. <laughs> of course, he didn't tell me that. I knew he smoked it. I'm hey. Going, of course. <laughs> yeah. One, you just assume that anyone that's yeah. our parents age <laughs> did back then. Yeah, totally. And then he did when I was an adult. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like he... I'm the only person in my family who has never smoked weed, never right. alcohol, nothing still to this day. Just never appealed to me. That's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm glad that the rest of my family does. They'd probably be a little <laughs> not <They're> not <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's in the name. I mean, yeah. you should really. So I think that that's what, like, you, you right probably, now. you probably knew that about it's dad been, before I did. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like. I think Brett knew before I did because. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I was yeah. I, we had already had like drug combos like mm-hmm. way back in the day. You but, ever get to smoke weed with him? Yeah, definitely. Like up here when they first moved yeah. to, to the place over yeah. here. Yeah, definitely smoked weed. Smoking with smoking weed with your parents yeah. is wild. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I got my dad high once, you yeah. know, and it was fun. I was like, oh, this is a bad because he's not a pot smoker, you know what I mean. <laughs> He called me, he's like, I was gonna smoke some weed, he's like, let me have a hear of that. I'm like, I don't know, man, this shit is high octane shit, you know, that oh, compared to now, different. you know, compared to the 70s oh, weed he had. Yeah. Motherfucker, did he fucking end up, like, slamming into a wall? <laughs> oh, shit. No, I, I had to put him in bed like a three-year-old. I mean, I've even, like, bought and brought, like, when living yeah. in L.A., I've brought my dad weed from L.A. because, like, uh-huh. you know, my dad was obviously sick for, like, it was like 20, 20 years. Right, man. And I'm like... At that point, one of my biggest fears is like, dude, like, I don't want him to be, like, addicted to pain meds. Right, yeah. And, like, so like, that stuff will destroy your life. It and destroys your body on top of that. And yeah. his, his brothers had had problems with that. Like, my uncle, like, messed up his back and then was just, like, on pain pills for 20 years until he died or whatever. You know, like... Right. That's a brutal way to be. Yeah. So like, uh, just to live in pain like that is... Yeah. It's for one, I don't want you to feel the pain. And for two, right. I don't want you to get addicted to pain meds. Yeah, like, dude. That's the worst thing I can think of. Smoke all the weed in the world. Please. Like, yeah. Well, it's something to do. I mean, something to be said about your parents. And, you know, it's always easy for us to be like, oh, our childhoods were fucking nuts and this yeah. and that. And then okay. you look back and you realize, like, what they went through, right? And, 
And I've said it a million times, like, literally the only thing you can do as a dad or a parent mm-hmm. is just try to fucking be a little bit better than the last generation. You know what For I mean? Sure. It's incremental also, changes over a long our time. Our you know? parents were also young. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mine, mine was very yeah. My mom, yeah, four kids so by 24. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and your parents had the, they literally met and got married, right? I yeah. remember that being the they, story. The, the, the tale goes, they <clears throat> met at a party on a Friday, mm-hmm. got married the next Friday. I don't think <laughs> my parent, I don't think my, my mom's parents had met my dad. Anything right. like that. I, I, I think that they had been aware of each other before. Like, I mean, they lived in sure. Ventura. It's, it was it's even tiny. smaller back then. Yeah. So it was probably like, oh, like, that's that girl, da, 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 whatever. But there's also funny anecdotes because, like, I mean, till his final day, like, my dad was cool. Not, like, cool in the sense that he was chill. Like, cool. Yeah. Cool looking. A cool dude. Hunk. Yeah. Super hunk when he was young. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. looked like a tall Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Like, when I see pictures now, like, I mean... 70s long hair, never wore a shirt, mm-hmm. chilled at Pierpont, like, was just, like, a fucking cool dude, so, yeah. apparently, when, when my parents met, my dad had, like, three girlfriends, which, like, okay, that's, like, some Brett shit, like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> like, this one looked like Brett, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean, just, like, yeah, yeah. Man, like, cool. yeah Brett's the sneakiest <laughs> wife and baker around, dude, sure. you guys are all out in the open doing yeah. shit, Brett's getting yeah. the work done, dude, yeah. so... <laughs> So it's out there fucking solving real world problems with pussy. He played guitar, (laughs) played guitar, sold weed, had long hair, was fucking totally. So he's honking, he's like modeling and shit, right? So so my dad, pimp, Mm -hmm. uh, had three girlfriends. Meets my mom is like, cool, this is it. Like I'm done with this other shit. Mm -hmm. Like dope. Like this girl. Yeah. And made it last, dude. They lasted the whole time. It's incredible. It's like the story you hear and you're like. You're like, that, that does that's not, not happen. Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine being married to the first chick you ever went. Dude. The H. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm, no. the, I'm the most sane person in my family. Right. And I, me and Blair were together for 15 years before we got married. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. We had to have two kids before we got married. <laughs> like, me and Rosie. And, and <laughs> it was finally like, oh, what you I guess we should do this, huh? What you ultimately find out is, like, all of those things are right. All those things oh, are appropriate. Yeah. It's just, that's insane. If my friend was like, yo, I met this girl on Friday, we're getting married, I'd be like, you're a dumbass. You're out of your mind. Um, but, so like, there's a story where like, right after they got married, a week or two after, they're like going, they're like at the grocery store, and some chick comes up to my dad and was like, where have you been? Like, why aren't you returning my calls? Like, da 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 It's so funny to think about oh, in the no. time period. It's not like you can just, like, text the yeah. girl, like, whatever. Shit's done. Sorry. So we're supposed to meet at 515 at the... And so, yeah, right. Oh, I ended up getting hitched yeah, that day. I, I, was, I was waiting at Foster for four hours. <laughs> I was going to try some of those corn burritos. Yeah, exactly. That exactly. I, was, I was at High Hope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So he was like, oh, so he was good. like, oh, I'm married now. Like, we're not a thing anymore. And she was like, yeah, right. Like, you're just saying that, like, kind of getting pissed. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'm literally married. <laughs> and my mom was like, who is this girl? <laughs> and he was like, oh, boy. Like, yeah, I had three girlfriends. Yeah. I remember but... being at the bar, you know, before me and Rosie got married. I might have been right before we started dating. And there was like four chicks that I was kind of fucking around with at the bar at the same time. And then I look over and they're all talking to each other and I'm all, I'm gonna light this bar on fire. Yeah, dude. yeah like, <laughs> like sitcom I need to style. Get the fuck like, out of here, dude. <laughs> like they're gonna kill no, me. Oh my god, but you're too small to be yeah. like, I gotta get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, but it, those days are gnarly, man. But I did want to ask, why are you famous in Japan? What are you doing over there, dude? <laughs> Seriously, what is happening? Why? I what's happening I, over there, dude? Uh, 
Japan's cool. Obviously. I mean, you're a fucking, you're a national treasure over there. What's going on? I'll accept that. No. Uh, so, there's many, there's many roots to this trip. <laughs> yeah, okay. First of all, obviously, I'm not famous in Japan. That's, yeah. that's an exaggerated joke. He's but, Japan. I love Japan. Me and my wife went for a honeymoon. We've gone a few times since. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, when I was still in LA, before I moved to Florida, I worked for a company that sold, that sells Japanese denim, like almost exclusively brands yeah. made in Japan. And that speaks to like the larger thing about Japan where, um, they will culturally really, you know, hone in on something, focus on something. People will dedicate their life. I mean, there's like their fifth, lives to it. Yeah. yeah there's there's sure. like fifth generation, uh, <clears throat> indigo dyers who are making jeans right, and stuff yeah. and a lot of it is in like a classic american style mm-hmm. it'll be kind of like rockabilly-ish or western-ish mm-hmm. or whatever the nicest best version of everything of everything so yeah. exactly their so, coffee game is exactly it's yeah. food, everything it's they coffee. do anything yeah. that you're into there is yeah. the best version of it because someone has dedicated their entire existence to it. right but here and taken pride in it yes. as well yeah and exactly. here you know I'm in. I'm into shoes. I'm into guitars. I'm into right. vintage skateboard. Like you're into all this kind of stuff, and it's awesome. And mm-hmm. you you feel like you've dedicated as much as you can to each thing that you're into. And right. Sweet. Like you could be in your mind 100% all in on guitars and 100% all into motorcycles. Right. And that's very common. A lot of people in our world have right. gone down that path, and it's great. And and they have. A true dedication to each, mm-hmm. but they take it to a level where it's like, oh, I'm going to be a a vintage motorcycle guy. My entire existence is vintage motorcycles. Right, exactly. What I eat, what I drink, crazy. how I sleep, what how I dress, and then it'll be like, oh, not just vintage motorcycles. I'm only into 1942 Indian motorcycles. Right, you yeah. know what I mean. And, and it's they never stray from that passion or from that path. Right. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm sure it goes back culturally to w- whatever it is, but the end result of that as a, as a collector, as a consumer, whatever, is you end up with amazing products. Right. I mean, uh, this pair of jeans I'm wearing right now is from a company called Sugarcane that started in Japan in the late sixties. And these are the models called 1947. Mm-hmm. It is to the Stitch count, which is something that a normal person doesn't even yeah. think of, a normal American person. Doesn't right? Think yeah. Of. Um, <clears throat> the amount of stitching on the back pocket is the number of stitches you would find on a Levi's five hundred one jean made in, in nineteen forty seven. Yeah. Wow. By the time they got to fifty five, they had changed A, B, and C. So they also make a nineteen fifty five. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's just totally. Levi's doesn't even think of it that way. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they make Levi's better than Levi's does. Of course. Yeah. So. Getting into that world, I managed a store that sold only products like that for a few years um, in LA. So I was really introduced to a lot of those brands. A lot. And it was of, the, like the only one like it for a while. Oh, right. Yeah, the, yeah. I remember yeah. you. I remember talking to you, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I work at like a high end denim store." I'm like, yeah. What, what? What even is that? Yeah. What is yes. it like? The Wharf? Like, yeah. Like the Cowboy Store? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and you realize, you know. It, it's like being into guitar pedals. Like, right. someone who is a, a casual guitar player, you'd be like, 
what do you mean that guitar pedal was four hundred dollars? Right. It sounds exactly like the the boss thirty dollars exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, but the nuances and the pots, yeah. so you know the blah 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 yeah. capacitors. It's point to point wire. Yeah, and, and all yeah. that stuff. It's either for you or it's not. Right. It's, it's yeah. not good or bad. I mean, spending a lot of money is annoying and sucks, but everyone spends a lot of money. It just depends on what you, what do you can want? do yeah. and what you want to do. Right. Right. Some people are into cars. I still don't know how to drive. Are you, you probably serious? don't know that about you me. You still don't know how to I, fucking drive, dude? Are I, you serious? I've still never had a driver's license. <laughs> you live in Florida. Do you even need a driver's license over there? It's just like the Wild <laughs> West. Did you just pop on a fucking I, jellyfish? I just, make your way I just in? stand on two alligators <laughs> and ropes and just like... On your, yeah. With your Japanese raw <laughs> denim? Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> Get out of here, so, dude. I mean, I always thought... I mean, even like way, way back in the day, yeah. Japan always seemed like a cool place. Right. It's like... It's weird. It's the first person that I ever knew that went to Japan ever was Taylor Allender's sister, Kim. Right. Yeah, yeah. She went, like, when we were, like, in high school. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, she came back and was like, oh, like, the food is crazy. And, like, it just seems like you're going going to Jupiter. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, super crazy and awesome. So that always seemed cool. Second person I ever knew that went to Japan was, in my mind, one of the first truly amazingly cool people I've ever met, which was... Sid Stankovitz, Sid's Tattoo Parlor. Okay. In Santa Ana. So, some of the first people we ever knew that right. were getting tattooed were, like, our youth pastor. Right, right, you know, yeah. They were in, like, 8th and ninth grade, and he's showing up with, like, flame tattoos totally, yeah. and whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> there was this rockabilly, this Christian rockabilly American traditional tattoo shop in Santa Ana, California, mm-hmm. and... People in our world were getting tattooed there. Right. That just seemed like a natural progression. When we're old enough, we'll get tattooed. So I started going down there with like Amber Reeves and people mm-hmm. like that who were getting tattooed there. Met Sid, who was this cool looking rockabilly skateboarder, mm-hmm. badass tattooer at the time. Um, and one time I went there and he was like, Oh, I just got back from Japan. And he had a bunch of like records from Japan. And a bunch of crazy clothes, like crazy mm-hmm. 50s looking Elvis shirts and stuff. Right. And that just like unlocked this thing in me where I was like, oh, like, Japan is the shit. Yeah, yeah. So that always stayed with me. And then I started working in this years, years later, working in this industry that's based in Japan. So I just got this affinity for it. And through working there, met a couple people, whatever. This is an insanely long answer to this mm-hmm. question. But eventually, went to Japan... And because I had, like, I'd never been to Japan, it's a totally different country, totally different language, totally different world, but I knew more than the average American landing in Japan. Right, right. I knew, You weren't just going as a pure tourist. Yeah, so I knew, like, the right coffee shops to go to, Mm. I knew the right stores to go to, and met people there. Like, we went there on our honeymoon, and first or second day we were there, walked into a coffee shop. And the dude was just like, oh, where are you guys from? Super, super nice. And was like, I want to, he was like, I want to take you guys to dinner. Yeah. Who would do that? Yeah. <laughs> Who would do that? Oh, Some yeah. random dude. Well, later, my later, shop. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If you had a shop yeah. there and it's like a cool couple came in from Japan, you'd be like, oh, let me show you. Like, you know, if you, right. I mean, I you would have, yeah. you would assume. I, I want to be like that. Yeah. yeah it was an inspiring nice, yeah. way to be. Yeah. This fool took us to seven restaurants in one night. No he was like, I want to show you all my favorite restaurants. Yeah. Tonight. And it Let's was amazing. And now, <laughs> and, 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 and now he's like, 
my boy and we keep yeah, in touch. And that's like, awesome, man. The second time we went there, we stayed at his house with his family and like his kids, yeah. whatever. So, anyways, I just had these like um, very particular points of contact and interest in mm-hmm. there, and yeah. So like the joke about you know being famous in Japan or whatever through that had been like randomly in like a Japanese magazine, totally yeah. wearing like a leather a leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this like. American dude who's in, like, they're all trying to land at this, like, American workwear or, like, rockabilly or cool mm-hmm. thing. And I think it's sort of validation for them that yeah. someone from America is, like, like, I'm saying, no, you guys are doing it. No, you guys are the us. ones doing it. Yeah, like, like for sure. I'm going out of my way to buy the stuff that you're making. You're dedicating your life to copying what you think I have. And, like, I'm telling you, it's better than what we have. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. If I buy. A pair of Levi's inspired jeans over there. It's a hundred times better than buying Levi's. I'm sure, like yeah. quality, everything yeah. about it. So, so the stitch better. Yeah. So literally, <laughs> that's crazy. Dude. So I, I think that that's like, <laughs> don't count my stitches over there. <laughs> <laughs> We're counting them on the podcast. Can you believe that? It's insane, dude. Yeah. Yes. I mean, because I, you know, I just, I know you've always had an affinity for yes. the rockabilly dress. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, you guys are yeah. such talented fucking guitar players. <laughs> Watching you guys, I can't. I still can't. Like, you can't drive, I cannot fingerpick. Like, I can't do it, period. I, I'm not to save my kids' lives. I can't even play fucking Stairway That's to Heaven. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so wild. But watching you guys, I mean, yeah. do that, you know, and, and then just the affinity for Japan and, you know, obviously the our, old school Dodgers shit. family um, in the 80s, like, our uncles and stuff, they were, like, rockabilly. Mm-hmm. And that, so that kind of, like, had a lot to do with you think so? who, how we were as people right. and the music we listened Like, we were always, like, listening to Buddy Holly and yeah. Chet Atkins and, like, my and, dad. And, and even, like, like, uh, like, so that kind of, like, I think led us or even, like, towards. Stray Cats. Yeah, like, my, totally. But because, again, our parents are young. Like, they, they were hip. Yeah, yeah hip. Uh, and yeah. they were, like, in their late 20s and, and early 30s mm-hmm. when MTV was, like, dope. Like, that right. was, like, they were the target market for but that. Also, <laughs> weird Japanese connection to, and I don't. Maybe somebody can uh, comment. <laughs> but in, <laughs> in like uh, Garden like Village Cafe days, mm-hmm. so I worked there like late nineties. Um, there would always be Japanese kids going to Ventura College, right? And they came here. This is what I because they heard Casey the was really into Japan. Yes. So. <laughs> they heard that Casey was living. Right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, no, there was a jazz program there. Yeah. And they were in much like, it was like a vintage, you know, thing that they were super into jazz. So they would come here, take the jazz program and at VC yeah. to be a part mm-hmm. of that nostalgic oh, okay. um, thing. So that was like, and there would always be like Japanese, you know, 20 year old-ish age yeah. at the thrift stores. Yeah. Buying anything skateboarder related before that was even a collectible thing. Yeah, right. like, that's late, definitely not late thing. 90s. It's, um, it's, so there was like a California Japan right. um, connection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Southern California is the coolest place. That it is cool. Man. That's ever and existed. Tokyo does. You feel like you're in California. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I've, I've heard. That yeah. you know, besides mm-hmm. it's uh, times twelve. You know, what I mean? oh, absolutely. But, but like welcoming all fake, fake nice. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah. But yeah. also, yeah, like. Uh, thrifting, which we we took to early, it was a it was a wonderful double edged sword because we were poor as hell. Mm-hmm. Didn't really even realize how oh, poor, yeah. how poor yeah. we were. No, all of us, I never knew how poor I was um, until. But also, 
when we started caring about how we look, wanting to have an identity, wanting to right. not be a poser, back to my old point, right. it was like, oh, it's time to go school clothes shopping. My mom would give me $20 and I'm going to the army surplus right. store and to down in downtown to the thrift stores because mm-hmm. well planet represent that's what's up you know what i mean like you you're you're in addition to buying punk shirts and patches slash making punk shirts and patches like you're gonna wear an army jacket right you're gonna wear some shitty old jeans you found or, on the rack. or yeah. or like also the era of punk that we came up in there was a wackiness mm-hmm. the silliness oh yeah so you're like oh i'm gonna buy these bright green golf pants yeah cut them off <laughs> yeah, totally you know what i mean which I'm is like sew some zippers off. yeah it's like kind of like yeah. embarrassing that's what it was we figured out we I, I showed up in sixth grade with a joker's hat on <laughs> and a fred flintstone gangster t-shirt dude. yes <laughs> And, like, and there was no, there was, probably worse. Yeah, so, there was no one else like t- t- telling us anything. Yeah. Else. Like we just wanted to look different, yeah, look weird, exactly. have fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Wear a dog collar yeah. around your wrist or your neck or right. both or both. Definitely wear a choker. Definitely and, with a chain, a Sid Vicious chain on it. You know yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> and so, so we got into going to thrift stores, mm-hmm. and and you would see like and hear of like oh like. People from Japan come over and they buy Levi's and Dickies and mm-hmm. sell them for five hundred dollars in Japan. Like that was oh, just like totally. a rumor that, that I was like, where you first heard like a pair of first Jordans went for four hundred dollars. I know, yeah, like that. and that like made it on the news. <clears throat> and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I want to get. And like, oh, my dad yeah, has like five Mark. pairs of those that he bought at Big Five on sale. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, but they're size fifteen. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, really doing them. so yeah, that that's so funny. So man. I think that sort of like continued to set the stage as well for my. Being into Japan, yeah. And also going back to the like, the worst thing you could be growing up was a poser, is like this obsession with authenticity mm-hmm. that we all have, right? Like, right. Of course. You, if you're into something, you you know everything about it. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like, the worst thing in the world is to be checked on, like, yeah, you know what you think you yeah. know, or what yeah, you're like, trying oh, to portray. Oh, the fact you, that you know, you like Metallica, like name five songs, right? Yeah, that's that's. A shitty way to be. Yeah. And I, I, but it was a common occurrence back in the day, dude. And, yeah. and it made you know your shit. Yeah, it does. Like, it makes the, you know. It, it's, it's something it's unique that punk rock offers. Yeah. Uh, not that is different than everywhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like punk rock, you have to fucking build yourself into mm-hmm. a knowledgeable fucking entity. You know what because I mean? Because you don't want to get out, you know, if you're really going to like it, it's like, oh, when we started, it was starting to be a phase. Yes. Right? Like, punk rock in the 80s was was an actual reaction to the fucking world yeah. and what was going on. Mm-hmm. It was still scary. When we were starting to do it, it was like, oh, now you're in your punk rock phase. That's kind of how MTV was helping you build it. And all, you know, oh, now you're in the grunge phase or whatever yeah, this stuff. But we, so we, we were terrified of yeah. not, of, yeah. of proving to everyone that we were going to be this fucking forever. You know and what for I mean? better or for worse, we're still, <laughs> still We're in my garage. Yeah. yeah. Be punk as fuck. But, Still wearing it. So I remember when you guys kind of both disappeared and went to LA, and now I hear you guys are in a band called Whisper Town, and Mm -hmm. now it's Whisper Town 2000, which seems very Casey to add a 2000 on there. I don't know why. Actually, they they had that horrifying name before I was in the band. When I first heard it, I was like, (laughs) oh, I thought it. I was like, it sounds like a techno band. (laughs) The whole band name scenario. I had, like, basically, so the whole band was. I was friends with Jenny Lewis. Uh-huh. 
No, 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 name drop, name drop. Right. I mean, this is... We'll get into the name drop sections <laughs> later, because Todd's got a, gri- a grip over free name drop. Right, yeah. Kylie. Um, we were just... She was friends with Ryan somehow. Right. Like, just... She wasn't, I mean, barely even, Riley Kai wasn't even in a band, I don't think. Right. Um, and then, she's like, oh, you play guitar pretty good. You should, my friend, my best friend that I grew up with, Morgan, um, writes cool songs. You should play with her. And then, it was like, okay, I'll do that. And then, um, she, having nothing to do with me, asked my roommate to play bass. And I was like, what? Like, oh, this guy's gonna play bass? Like, he doesn't really play bass, does he? So he just, like, joined yeah. the band, and, um, and then they came up with the name. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It, it was but like, I mean, the music was killer. Yeah, I mean, it was you know, just, like, it just, it was just such a funny, when I heard 2000 and yeah, saw Casey and yeah. it was all, Well, the first huh. name was, <laughs> I immediately blamed, I blamed yeah. it. That's the like, first yeah. name was Vagtown. <laughs> and it was better, like, yeah. what's the worst band name you could think of? Yeah. And then, like, somebody was like, Vagtown. And she's like, yeah, how do you make it worse? Add a 2000 to it. And then it was like a joke, and then it got put on a flyer, and it's yeah. like, well, we can't. That's how the wrath was, dude. Yeah. The wrath was yeah. going to be the wrath. There was a band called the wrath, some shitty hardcore band from yeah. Slow. We're like, fuck it, we'll be the fucking wrath. Yeah. And yeah. then it was like, oh, like, now it's done. Then it's, then it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And then you realize band band names don't matter. It doesn't it's matter. Like, yeah. At, you get to a point where all you think about is you associate with that band, right? And you yeah. Realize yeah. that it means anything. It, doesn't, yeah. it becomes the so, but yeah. So we did the so Casey kind of. Replaced the bass player. Yeah, so I was living in Ventura, and I actually, before I moved to L.A., I moved to Atascadero uh-huh. for a very, very, very short amount of time because this guy, Seth, that I knew up there, he played in a band that was, um, again, sort of like the the Christian alternative punk world adjacent that was called Watashiwa. Uh-huh. They started as like a... He also played second guitar in MXPX. Calm down. <laughs> yes. So, Calm down. So, so he <laughs> Is this coming from the guy that plays with uh, Elvis Costello? Right? Watashiwa was... I was friends with them when I was playing in Officer Negative because yeah. they were young as well. They were my right, age. Right, right, And we were younger than any of the other bands. Chad right. was older than us. Yeah. But, like, MXPX was considerably older yeah, than us. Yeah, You know what I mean? Sure. So we were young. He was young. Cool. Whatever. They were in, in San Luis Obispo. We're in Ventura, which is far, but at that time, it still feels like the same right, scene. Right. Like, it feels like from Thousand Oaks... We can think of for that. From, tha- from Thousand Oaks to, to, yeah. to, to San Luis is the same is the same scene. Yeah. Same shit. Ish. Yeah. Continued. Um, so anyways, he was starting a new band, asked me to join. I was like, cool, I'm just like living in Ventura... You guys had your other bands and were touring. Right. Uh, before that, I was playing to Hit the Deck, and that sort of was fizzling out mm-hmm. because Jordan was going to college, whatever. Yeah. So I wasn't doing anything, moved to Tascadero for a little bit, and then Todd had lived in L.A. for a long time already, played with different people. He was like, oh, yeah, like Jenny's friend. Um, she writes these really good songs. She just isn't really a musician, right. so she, like, from my view, you were sort of just, like, putting together and polishing, like, she had a gift for writing interesting things, but right. could barely play guitar, right. didn't know even, like, what chords were what, or how to put them together, and Jenny was like, she's got this, you guys should do something she's right got this here. special yeah. thing, and Todd <clears throat> is really good, he can 
put the icing on the cake. Yeah, totally. Kind of a deal. And then that rolled together with Colt, who's playing bass, and then your girlfriend, Vanessa, has an amazing voice. And mm-hmm. Todd was like, oh, she can sing really well. And she had never been in a band or anything. Right. She's just like a very talented person. So he's like, oh, she can harmonize. Mm-hmm. I'll structure the songs a little bit, add guitar parts and whatever. I was like, I'm moving to LA because Todd's there and like, it just seemed like that's what you do. Right. If you, if you're going to be a musician in LA, you're going to, you got to yeah. move to and LA. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Well, Ventura, you can yeah. only get, yeah. you know, you can only get so far in yeah. Ventura. We had to venture out. We had, by the time the wrath that was going, yeah. we had toured more times on the East Coast yeah. than we had the yeah. fucking yeah. West Coast. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just you have to get out. Yeah. But I mean, when you think about it, Todd, like I mean, obviously, Whisper Town yeah. you know, does the thing. You start branching out. You start yeah. playing. I mean, like, are you fucking surprised at the amount of crazy shit you've been able to play with and play people Dude, you play with? And I life? mean, my life has been like. Okay, this is our true name drop. No, no, yeah. no name drop. <laughs> and this is a funny anecdote for a podcast, whatever. Right. But I, so Runyon met some people that lived in LA. Wait, real quick. Michael Runyon. Wiggle, wiggle that mic around a little bit. Sorry. Hello, can you hear you? Sorry. Michael Runyon, um, Camarillo, Punk, very involved in, well, in, in the Ventura scene. I just want to give the listener some context. Yeah. He's from Ventura, though. He lived in Ventura first. Oh, so. But to us, Camarillo, yeah. Played in The Goods and Silence Forever. Amazing Ventura yeah. bands. Like, yeah, yeah. A, a very good. Be, being this, like, sep- separated from all these years, one of the bands that stands out as the best to me. Oh, yeah. They're the Silence Forever. That, Silence Forever. Was that, like. I have their 7-inch. I just yeah. found it the other day. That that Kapavi, Runyon World. Yeah. Some Kurt, Kurt Wagner. Yeah. Like, amazing musicians. Killer bands. Like. Right. That. So, he was one of our first, like, connection, LA so connection Because he was doing shit with, uh, uh, was it Aoki and shit back then? We, yeah, well, right? We kind of, we did reconnect with him right, in LA. Right. But, so he had a friend that lived in LA, or he had like a little punk kind of house down there. Mm-hmm. And I w- was like, oh, I might want to move down there. So I would go down there on the weekend, like mm-hmm. take my parents' car. And there's a flea market down the street from where they live, mm-hmm. and I would, they didn't give a crap about it. Yeah. They thought it was like Hollywood or whatever. So I went down there, and I had like some cool 70s sunglasses on, and I'm just walking down Melrose, and I went to the flea market. Like some, I did, I did the same thing yesterday. But, yeah. And I'm walking, and there's a guy in a Denali GMC car, like, and this was, must have been, 2001, some point in 2001, mm-hmm. and he like look, he has a beard, and he like opens the window, and he's like, "Hey man, you play bass?" And I was like, "Sounds yeah. so fake." I do. Sounds, I was like, I do "Dude, play I, like, do play yes, I like do play bass." I'm very good guitar. You know? I was like, I, "That's what I do." And I was like, yeah. "I mean, I play guitar too." But so he's like, well, "You know, I'm over at the studio. You know, like David Bowie's recorded there and all that stuff." And I was like, "Cool, man." And I like had a couple. I've been to some studios and stuff like right, that. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, but, so I didn't have any idea who this guy was. And I follow him to the studio. And he's playing me his band. Um, and it seemed all legit. Like, and he, right. first of all, his car was so nice. Yeah. It was like the first year of the Denali. Right, right, like, yeah. Who the oh, fuck Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, so it wasn't like this guy's 
kidnapping no. you yeah. no, 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 to no. become a And I was like driving my mom's like gold tours and I was mortified. Yeah. And we're we're there and he's playing me's band and it's like kinda sounds like tool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh I could actually like not my style per se, but yeah. like this is okay, I can get down with tool. Like yeah. like intelligent like rock, mm-hmm. whatever, I don't know. Kind, kinda heavy. Yeah, yeah. He- heavy, yeah. So then we're hanging out and he's like talking about he's like, Yeah, I'm, you know, my girl Cameron lives over here and all this and I'm like, hmm, okay. And then I was like, Well, let's keep in touch. Uh-huh. And I was like, Yeah, man, what did you say your name was? And he's like, Jared. And then I was like, Okay, leaving and then I was like, Oh my god, that was Jared Leto. Oh shit. Holy crap. <laughs> oh my god. Jordan Catalano from my so called. And he had a beard, so I definitely didn't recognize him. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm like, Cameron. Gotta be Cameron Diaz, oh. dude. It's that so CD, dude. That happened, and I'm like, go back to LA or go back to Ventura, and I'm like, <laughs> first of all, tell my parents, I was like, I, I gotta get diesel jeans. Like, I gotta start. <laughs> <laughs> gotta play Because like, gotta... my friends would steal diesel jeans. Oh yeah, I would never, never do that. Right. Um, so I get some jeans, and literally, you gotta dress for the job. Three you days want. later, right. Radiohead played at the Bowl, mm-hmm. and you know. I was, that was like my, like, that was like the band, the best band of yeah, all, forever. forever. Yeah, forever. That was still a band. Yeah. So yeah. I went there, and I run into Jared Leto, Cameron Diaz, um, Tom Green, and Drew Barrymore. What the fuck? The four of them. Yeah. And, and Jared goes, hey, this is that kid I was telling you about. No Isn't way. he cute? And all this, like, <laughs> you're like, I'm a kid. And I'm like, oh my god, I made it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, I... Try out for his band. I'm like hanging, you know. Yeah. And there's like uh, multiple people trying out, so sure. we all kind of switch around. Um, and we kind of became friends. Mm-hmm. And like I went to his house like on a Saturday, and mm-hmm. like Cameron Diaz was like cooking, and like they, a pretty modest house off right. of Melrose, um, making breakfast. I'm like hanging out with them, and like I'm like, okay, this is like I, I still thought I was cool. Like I was still punk, so. I wasn't like completely starstruck to the point right. where like I was like you guys are like I mean Cameron Diaz was like yeah not totally yeah. come on yes but like still to this day I saw her like a couple of years ago in Ohio yeah. I threw a shot at her and <laughs> married and everything I told Rosie I said I'm sorry I don't think it's gonna work out just for Cameron Diaz at the store Cameron <laughs> that thing she's you. also married to like that dude from Papa Roach no um, very some, sick whatever it is I don't know who it is um, he looks like a white trash piece of shit dude and I thought I, there's no way if I can't steal Cameron Diaz from this fucking loser I'm an idiot you know <laughs> it's what I started thinking yeah, yeah. Um, so that was like you're like so you're into white trash come huh? on let me that show was like you my something first not brush but like the the band thing I, I guess if like had, I had been more like proactive like I want to do this for my career right like I, it was just like we kind of fizzled out. He's like, "Did you?" I didn't have a cell phone. He's like, "Did you got to get a cell phone?" And yeah, I was like, ah, whatever. Like, it wasn't like it was a cool thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't have any ambition to be a professional musician. Right, right. That didn't wasn't why. Well, that's not why we here. started yeah. playing. Yeah. No, no. So it never became an option. That wasn't but like, you being available and yeah, you being yeah, saying yes yeah. and understanding yeah. that. Oh, you know, you this like, is fucking is what yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, that puts and, you in these positions yeah, that are yeah. fucking... Because you hear... So you're like, dude, did you see the Todd on the fucking yeah. TV? And you're yeah. like, what? That's how did he get so, there? Like, have you just wandered into random studios yes. your whole career and just like, but also, got on shit? Here's, here's the thing, though. Like, yeah. I hate to give you these props, but... <laughs> I hate... Also, 
you're way better at music than any of us. Oh, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's no way. Yeah. I I have been and have I've been in the right place in the right time, mm. and I've been I've done some very amazing things. I've dude, I've played shows in like Sweden, and mm. like I've been yeah. on multiple tour, like stuff that is mind blowing to me, and like met like legitimate like rock legends mm. that I like. And now Starstruck, 10 years after. Yeah, yeah. when it happens, you don't got time. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't have been able to hold my own in that room. And you could. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like because when I was out staying the night at Craig's house, when me and my dragon were skating, when we were, you know, when I had girlfriend after girlfriend in high school, whatever, like, when we were, like, fucking around being kids, mm-hmm. you legitimately practiced eight hours a day. Right. Yeah, that, that was just, like, like my thing. I, n- I never, right. I never right. had that focus. Yeah. I, I've always been good enough to be in a band. Yeah. You've been in countless Yeah, being in a band ever. and being good are but so, so different. You were the, so, so you were the only one that was actually like a real good in yeah. your stuff. Yeah. So, you, you were able to step up to the plate when the opportunity was there, which is, Different than just just wandering into the room and looking cool enough to do it. Yeah, like, right, right. I, yeah, I can do that. I've done that. I've I've made half a career doing that. <laughs> but you actually, yeah, know how to play. Like you could go there and be better than Jared Leto at playing music for sure. So and I and I couldn't do that. Yeah, I felt. Yeah, I felt. Yeah, you probably, I mean, and when you're young, I, I mean, in retrospect, I mean, you're still playing. What are you? What are you doing right now? Like, I know you're in Jersey. Are you still involved? You're still playing music. I am probably more focused on like getting good. Yeah, or like practicing. Um, as far as like a real career thing, I don't. I'm just at a stage where like I don't know what I want. Like, if like. The war on drugs were like, hey, we need somebody to go on tour with us. I would like... There were like a few bands I'd be like, oh, I'll do that. Like, yeah. I, and I, I think if I put my name... Like, I could definitely do that as a career. Right. Um, because it takes a certain... Like, temperament is like... Uh, being a good hang on tour. Yeah, that, that's like... And I know that. I mean, and like, sure. That's and, the only reason I, I was able to join Whispertown. Yeah, right. And do all these amazing things. Yeah, because you're a good hang. Yeah. You know, like... You gotta be mellow. I, I, could, I could play good enough. Mm-hmm. And like, bare, I could get to zero. I could get get to a good enough point, uh, and then I was easy to get along with. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm. I mean, that's every like. It's, that is the secret to being so, in a band. You know what I mean? Most hired gigs, um, if you you just have to play really even rhythm guitar, right? You don't have to solo. You don't have to do right. anything like that. You don't have to uh, certainly not to like improv, right? You know, so most people can do it. Like, you know, that I've been playing for a while. Sure. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe I would do something like that. Right now, we're, we're doing like house stuff. Yeah. And so I don't know. Like I will definitely like maybe work for a guitar company. Um, okay. I did guitar dealing at Norms, you know, and mm-hmm. on my own. So that's the area. I do yeah. lessons a lot. Yeah. I do Zoom lessons if anybody wants to Zoom lessons. There you go. Man. I mean, I, the <laughs> the, the videos you've been putting together lately, yeah. if you playing all the instruments, it's yeah. been, it's oh, been pretty fun to watch. Dude. Yeah. That's been yeah. like the only thing I wanted in life, honestly, is yeah. a family music room. Right. That's like, was like bucket list. Like if any place would be like that. Like, so, oh, yeah. Um, but I, I want to have like, oh, I need you to do overdubs on something. Go yeah. On, I can just go in my room and do that. So yeah. that, that will be like, so you don't like obviously 
ne- never considering the fact that, you know, you wanted to be a fucking full-time musician, you just kind of fell into these yeah. cool things, be right place, right time, obviously having the skill set to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, as a, coming into it now as a father, like, the idea for me being on tour for fucking six months a year is out of the question. No, you know what I mean? Dude, it's just, it'd be I mean, nuts, last right? But like, time, so <clears> last time I toured was with Brian. Right. And, um, it was Didn't like. your name job. Well, that's not the name you want to drop yeah, around. Exactly. <laughs> that's not now. I mean, and I would like to ask you a little yeah, bit about yeah, what the fuck. Because I was so out of the. I had no idea what so, was going on. But, well, yeah. he, we were. Actually, Jenny also was like, oh, you guys are so similar. Yeah. Um, so she gave him my phone number, and I was like, I, I was never. I knew who he was, but not really like. Right. Friend. And I, I have a bunch of friends at work. Um, but, you know, he was like into. Like, actually into punk. Yeah, since he was a kid, right? Skateboarding yeah, in the 80s. yeah. He made his name off being the punk his rock fame, folk guy. His right? favorite band is The Smiths, and yeah. like, that's right. like, you know, a little bit older than us, but yeah. same path into like, you know, Bones Brigade skateboarding, right? Videos, right. Into the Misfits, yeah. Minor Threat, so like a punk that figured it out. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Right? I mean, into, like how to fucking create. We're like, into like Slayer life. and stuff that yeah. we'd be into. Yeah, yeah. So he did Jenny's record, and then. We we needed somebody to record our record, and we're like, oh, he has a cool studio, and it'll, he'll give us a, a real friend rate. Yeah, and yeah. We recorded our record in, like, five days or whatever, and I don't love it or anything, but he was like, oh, you play guitar like me, but you, like, but bet like, you not, like, you realized. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I'll, like, use you for sessions and things like that. Right, yeah. Um, and that was, like, kind of, like, a huge break. Yeah. For me, because it's like, oh yeah, I would actually, I don't know shit about this dude's music, but like, I would be in his band. Sure. Um, so we did the Taylor Swift thing, and, um, which was a, a, a he covered an entire Taylor Swift yeah. record. Right. And that right, wasn't right. like, yeah. that wasn't planned or anything. It was yeah. just like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna jam, and then he's like, oh, we cover, cover the whole record. Right. And I, it was like a really cool experience. And yeah. I was like, oh, I can actually hang, and like, I know. I know his, his, like, stupid musical language, because he wasn't the most technical person, but I could, like, I knew what he was going for. Like, he, right. whatever, we had the same references. Same, same in music. So, yeah, and same influences, same like background. Dragged. Minus being a monster, obviously. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> and, but I didn't really know, you know. So that's what I wanted to ask, like, having to deal with him, you went on tours with him and shit? So, I mean, did well, you ever, did you ever see that shit? I, okay. I don't even know how bad the, the me, thing me, was, you know what I mean? Let me tell you what, so... He was like, okay, you're going to join my band. We'll wiggle that Michael Brown a little bit. Let's see. Sorry. Go ahead. You're good. good. Yeah. So I was going to join his band for a tour, and then um, at this last second, he hired somebody else. And I was like, uh, I was like, eh, ex- it, to be expected with this guy. Sure. He seems like a little whack. And then Katie was, I don't know, like eight months pregnant. Uh-huh. And they're like, we need somebody for this album cycle today. Wow. And Katie's like... Are you kidding me? Like, you have to do this. Yeah. Like, it's a, you know, it's almost lifetime. as nice of four-star hotels, bus. Yeah. Anywhere. It's like one of his biggest tours of yeah, his that career. Was gonna be, he yeah. was like, you know, going up like this, and the money was insane, and it was like, oh, I get to be this thing that I didn't even know I wanted to be, but if I'm going to be in a band, may as well be... This is going to be a, it, yeah. The, be, the yeah. good one. Best yeah. version you could yeah. get. You and, know what I mean? and, yeah. and from... I mean, it was like instantly a career, not yeah. just being... Right, a yeah. In a good way, you didn't have to care about it. Yeah, right. In the same way, it wasn't personal. Yeah. It was hired gun, which sounds 
badminton no, is it's kind the of best thing to do here. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. any cool thing that we got to do back in the day, like in Whispertown, we like we did stuff that again, like now I think about, I'm like I can't believe I got to go on tour with the Breeders. I can't right, believe we yeah. got to play festivals in in the UK, go to the mm-hmm. UK multiple times, go all these countries, all this kind of amazing stuff. But still. We were broke as yeah, hell. Yeah, you come we home had, with we, nothing. We Five never, pound yeah. per day. Right, per diem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah, in, yeah. in London, which is like the most expensive. Yeah, city, yeah, yeah. You like can buy water. So, about a half a cigarette. So anything that we did that, that looked cool, yeah. was, it was cool, yeah. but dude, we lived in... Okay, so it's, it's funny, like, you know, friends that I, I didn't keep it in, in much as much contact with that I had played in bands with before, like, assumed... And and I've been I've been on both sides of this, been guilty of it. Like you think, of, oh, like you're big time now. Oh, big time! Oh, Ty Tommy over here, right? LA guy putting out a record. Oh, like uh, you're, you're playing at you. Amoeba. Like just whatever dumb yeah. thing doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in a good chunk of was around 2000, we lived eight people in a one bedroom right. apartment. Yeah, like, it was it was very yeah, it, was, it was the yeah. most punk shit. It yeah. was it was, yeah. it was like black flag. Right, it was totally. more it was more punk than playing in punk bands in yeah. Ventura. Yeah, dude, we lived in a four bedroom apartment with nine people yeah. in it over here in Montalvo. Yeah, for years. Yeah, before <laughs> that, I lived with my parents. Yeah, but I was gone like five yeah. months out of yeah. the year. Uh, so, so right. like, we all worked at the same job, and yeah. we all took the time off at the same time. One or It was fun, amazing, but it wasn't like. Nobody could accuse us of selling out. No, we yeah, broker than we were. Uh, yeah. I mean, on paper, making like thirty five hundred bucks a week to tour with Ryan Adams is like the lamest shit ever. Yeah, like, but, well, but really, but like, yeah. it was like sick. So, and you had a, your first baby on the way. Like, right. You're like, damn, I need to make. So you're not doing money. that necessity it's, too. It's yeah. either that or I'm so, gonna go work. So what out. ended up happening? So basically, the tour, like, it was touring was awesome. And I like, oh, I learned like sixty songs in two days, something like that. I like, <laughs> I could never, <laughs> bro. I, could I like, never. I had to, <laughs> yeah, man up. It's insane. In, in, yeah. Like, and I did it, and I was like the mm. most proud. Of, like, I did it. Yeah, you know, like I did it. I didn't mess up ever. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was only playing guitar and to. It was just a very easy, you know, cool thing mm-hmm. and that skill set. He kind of just, like, through the tour cycle, just became kind of, like, shitty. Like, he would drink, like, after shows and kind of just, like, berate me. And I'm just like, dude, you're a clown. Um, huh. But, like, whatever. And then, so that happened. And then, he, the thing, my issue with him, he would, like, string me along. Like, hey, like... Next month, like, we're gonna get the record deal, and you're gonna mm. get, I'm gonna give, he called me back, I'm gonna give you $100,000. And I'm like, you don't tell somebody that has a three month old kid that you're gonna give him $100,000. Yeah. To, cause like, okay, I'm, I'm, like, we're adults, dude, you're older than me, and I'm planning, like, my life. Yeah. And like, yeah. I'm trying to buy a house. You're yeah. not, like, you're like, you're not telling me a million bucks, like, $100,000, like, I also, can get that elsewhere, I can go, like, <laughs> yeah, get a job, yeah, you know, like, yeah. like, it's like, also, he's a multimillionaire, so you know it's possible. It's not like me being like, yeah. Craig, I'm going to give you a million dollars. I'm like, okay, Casey, thanks. You know, he, <laughs> like, and, like, he just like, strung yeah. me along. That's a fucking problem. And that, and that, but I was like, kind of like, also had a kid that I was like taking care of during the day. You know, so yeah. it was like not the worst being strung along because I was like... To some degree, you guys were using each other. Like, you, you could get... What you needed to get from right. yeah, yeah, because but, it was a job, right? But he just like would lie about uh, stupid shit. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. I knew he was lying, and then he would, like 
I would like made very clear like I'm only going to be a part of this if you're sober and he wouldn't be sober. Uh, like, okay. I was like at my parents' house and I like, had to quit. Like we were going to play Red Rocks and I was like, I was like, dude, I quit. Like, and yeah. I was like, I quit unless you're sober tomorrow. And then like, it was yeah, just, like, things like that. But then he and he also like he he had very very publicly had drug issues in the past right. and whatever and was public publicly sober. It was mm-hmm. a big part of his public persona that he was sober. Yeah. But then if he wasn't really, then it's like, okay, that, aside from making people around you worry about you, that also shows that you're not an honest person. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but people that have, have had addiction and people all that kind of stuff, like, like, this, I, I hope I don't sound like I'm sliding them in any way because that doesn't make you inherently dishonest. But when you're saying, yeah. hey world, I'm sober and you're not, that's more than a yeah. flag. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I had, a, I've had a bunch of people in my life that were a part of like AA and the mm-hmm. and all of that. Course. And so like, I like found him like the meeting and like went to his like right. ship ceremonies and like, I did all that, and I, like, put in the work because I, like, cared about this person. I was like, yeah. you're an asshole. But, so when the article came out, um, I was still, like, on, not on board, but, like, I didn't want to, like, see my friend, like, kill himself or... Right. I didn't, you know... I was, well, there's more writing in it for you because you have this yeah. person involved yeah. in your life. It's, he's not just a paycheck. Yeah. He's yeah. something that, you know, yeah, some guy like, you and, fucking and, care about. And, like, yeah. I know that, like, you know, people that are like that, like, cling on to, like, good people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so I was like, I felt like the like the one person that like one of the I'm not gonna, I'm not going to go right. like try to find blow right for three days with him. I'm going to be like, you know, like tuck him in and just like, take hey, take a nap, buddy. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like that yeah. you know, so like I was like, you might have been the only anchor he had at that point. I felt like you know a little I mean? bit yeah. of a duty, um, and he was like, you know, whatever. whatever. So when that happened, it, it all went down. I still was like kind of on. Not like I didn't sever ties, but he just made it hard for me to help him. Totally, dude. And yeah. I, you know, we did like intervention and all all those things. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I think even at a, like at on like a um, like a real level, like professional level, you're supposed to like if they don't play by your rules, you like cut ties. Like, yeah. So like I just did like what you were supposed to do, right. and I had to like make a statement which. Sucked. I hated having to be public right, about how I right. felt about it. Um, but you know, not many other, nobody else was. And uh, dude, the whole thing has like really. I wouldn't change how I did any of right. it, but it has like a negatively affected me. Right. Dealing with like, I mean, it's given me like just issues, yeah. you know, and like dealing with like people like, oh, you sold out, and like. You left playing. You left your best friend hanging to work at a guitar shop, and I'm like, dude, like working at Norm's like coolest job of my life. Yeah, Made more money than ever, and it was like, yeah, dude, like, oh my yeah. god, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, Norm's like, shit, you don't get it. Like, yeah, you know, well, no one can put themselves in your shoes until exactly. you're there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the inner inner dynamics of being in a band, especially oh. if, like that's a machine at that point. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I've been in a band. I've never been a part of a machine. Dude. You know, like, and then I mean, for you to have to like, like Nirvana's man. Right, exactly, dude. Like, for you to have to care about someone, yeah. navigate their well-being on top of taking care of your own shit, it's mentally fucking exhausting. It's physically exhausting. And then if the paycheck's not there, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, so that, exactly. There was all of that. And then there was, you know, 
As far as like any of the having to do with like women, I just didn't didn't see it. That was not. I mean, I was like barely. So I just had nothing to do other than like believe. It was like a you got to believe because it's like twenty years, twenty five years of people saying stuff. Yeah, Um, and it was it was. You a know. bummer. It's a fucking bummer, it's, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, it's so and, and most people, you know, I, me and my wife had this conversation a while ago. We were talking about someone that was accused of some shit, you know, and, and I'm just like, dude, I'm having a hard time imagining it happening. And she goes, dude, you don't know what that guy's like with a chick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one of, you know, not saying anyone here, but like, you don't fucking know whether a dude's likely to hit a chick or not. Like, he's not gonna, there's not one, yeah, I, yeah. I'm your friend, I would yeah. never tell you, hey man, I fucking, my wife lipped up the other of day, course. I fucking really gave it to her. Like, no guy does that, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, 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 especially like the underage and, you know, well, it's very possible this dude's reaching out to fucking all the pussy in the world, you don't know who's of course. who, and, you know? I mean, there's, there's so many, that, in particular, there's so many complicated dynamics. Totally. Because, because someone, again, someone who has, in front of you, proven themselves to be not exactly trustworthy in other ways. Right. Okay. That that just adds a whole cloud. Whole nother. But also, like, people. if for the people, the fans, the super fans, all this kind of stuff, like, um, if you don't know what it's like being in a band, you don't know what it's like. Right. You assume that if that band members are best friends. Oh know, yeah. Doing every not, single yeah. thing together. Not like, even close. Even like yeah. in even in the smallest, youngest bands or whatever, like shittiest thing even if you're touring in a car like okay us three are our band we jump in your truck mm-hmm. and we go on tour I don't know who you're texting yeah 100% yeah, yeah totally what, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and especially if it's something that's somewhat shady I'm not, not telling you about it yeah for sure no. dude yeah exactly. yeah, no, like, yeah. I, what I, happened he disappears for three hours after the show I'm like, sitting yeah. next to Todd I don't know what's in his DMs right now right exactly why would also right. there's it, there is this it's like what if you're in a band with somebody and they're kind of your boss or whatever and this isn't even specific to Ryan but anybody and they're cheating like like that's not I know yeah it's like what what, it's not first of all it's not illegal or whatever like who cares it is a piece of shit yeah you're like you're a piece of shit some people are just assholes yeah most people are pieces of shit (laughs) so you don't and this is before you know me too and all this um, Mm -hmm. so it you don't know what is like. Ex- there's only what's acceptable to you, right? 100%. That's what it is. Yeah. And like, maybe a boss cheating, like, oh, then I have to like lie to them for sure. The yeah. or not if you're having to go to the barbecue after and yeah, be like, hey, yeah, what's up, yeah. Donna? Yeah, yeah. I watch yeah, your like, fucking I boyfriend. Be, I, I watch your husband position. dick down this whore. Yeah, yeah you're, <laughs> like, you're in a shitty position. Yeah. But even still, yeah. you're like, I don't know yeah. the dynamic. Like, I mean, yeah. I've been on tour with band members that I hate and I wish them bad <laughs> you know what I mean like and that can happen and I'm talking about in a van and we're all oh, sleeping yeah. on the floor of a punk house right I visited them on tour once these fools had all together a caravan of three to four full-size lives. right yeah yeah and yeah the band stayed at the nicest hotel I've ever been to right but they each had their own rooms yeah and then Ryan stayed at his own hotel that was nicer than that. Hotel. Right, of course. So you have so no I'm fucking saying, clue what's yeah, going on. Me yeah. and you are are. Well, I think that's like every big band. Exactly, yeah. but I'm just saying it's a dip. Like even to us, it's a different world. Oh yeah. Like, you know, we're in a band together, and you know, everyone's taking a shower together because it's the only time we're yeah, taking a shower. Like yeah. it's the most yeah. ridiculous, disgusting, 
intimate situations, and I still don't know who you're texting. Right. This is someone who, you guys are on on tour together, you're not arm in arm on a bench, you don't see, sometimes like... You and no one's sharing person. secrets all You don't the time, see right? that person for five hours. Right. And you might even like it that way. That's right. great. Like, yeah. I wish there was times I, I on one Australian story, story, there was times I wish I didn't see Chad for five hours. <laughs> I think his, I mean, his fall from grace also was, I think the bigger picture was, like, abuse of power and right. promising things and using your studio and your clout in, in the of industry course. to get... Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily uh, just because of tour life and... You know, so I, I don't know, like, it's... Yeah, it's hard, it's hard man. It's so deep, and yeah. he, you know, and he and people like him are so deeply insecure mm-hmm. that I mean, they they want to have these power... Pro- and it's like a whole world dude, that I, I don't understand, and I, right. I absolutely but, don't condone in any way for either players in the situation. It's just something that, like... Seeing it happen adjacent, you know, seeing it happen next to me with with Todd and his family, like it gave me such a new understanding of the situation. Like when when a famous person gets canceled, and when they deserve it, even right, they yeah. deserve it. Like, dude, like I met when I came and visited you guys on tour. Like, I met like cool ass punks who were like doing lighting for you guys mm-hmm. that they just lost out on a two year contract. Oh yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Like, no, my, I mean, I like, dude, you, you lost the opportunity to buy a house in Ventura. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's the thing. It it, was this like, is a machine. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. From being yeah. A piece it, of was, shit. it was like, it was like, uh, Oh, I'm going to buy I mean, we like went to a realtor and we we're like, Oh, I'm going to buy, you know, we're going to live, live yeah. in Ventura. As soon as this big dog, Ryan Adams money starts coming. Yeah. Because, because we're living in, we were like, books, yeah. you know, yeah. Because yeah. there were, there were tours booked. Yeah. There were album release dates, um, and yeah. and and even one one degree further than that, like mm-hmm. you were set, you were buying a place considering that our mom could move yeah. in with you. Like right, my, my parents yeah. got screwed over by this guy. Right, exactly. Like yeah. you know, that's a bunch of separation out. But the the factor it is a hard reality, and yeah. it's like oh wow, like now I see a whole another side of it, mm-hmm. and it's it's not a sympathy for the abuser in the situation, but it's a sympathy for like, man, he, so many lives are in the balance right. of this also, thing. But here, I think maybe he didn't have to take it as an opportunity to, or in, in general, people that are getting canceled, you don't have to take it as an opportunity to get canceled. Just like try a little bit better. Right. And be open. He wouldn't admit to anything. Yeah. See, that's oh, when you yeah, double yeah, down. Yeah, that's yeah, when you double down. So and you fucking... you're making it worse. Um, yeah. So there's that. Like, you yeah. can't, you know, you're like, oh, maybe this is going to be like your wake up call. Like, nope. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So who knows, you know? Yeah. And it, yeah. you can either take that decision to go further into the darkness mm-hmm. or yeah. realize, oh, wow, I never knew that I was doing this. Or even if I did, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you can just say you're sorry or you can be like, I had no idea. I'm going right. to do all this stuff, take all these steps, and, you know, and it's like, fuck. But yeah. a lot of, you know, I'm, you know, uh, I've known a lot of superstars <laughs> yeah. or whatever, yeah. work, mostly working for them, and, like, you got to be as kind of nuts to be a, like, a, that, a pop star. That level for of sure. fucking, yeah. 
Totally, dude. I mean, yeah. I remember I I worked at DW for yeah. a long time, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I met guys that I was like, I'm not a starstruck dude. The yeah. only guy yeah. I ever weirded me out was Nick Mason from Pink Floyd, oh, you know, because I'm such a psycho Pink Floyd fan. Yeah, I mean, that's... But I used to sell weed to Neil Peart, like, when he would come <laughs> to the fucking... It was, like, my greatest, so like, dude, every time he'd come in town yeah. and start practicing for a rush tour, he'd hit me up for weed yeah, and I'd fucking so sell sick. weed. And he was such a nice dude, you know, yeah. but you have to be, like... He, this guy would roll up and R.I.P., you know what I mean? Fuck, you yeah. know, he was an incredible drummer, really nice dude, but to be that fucking famous is yeah. insane. Like, this guy would, every time he rolled up the studio was in the nicest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, Whether it was sure. a motorcycle, it was yeah. James Dean's car, it was a fucking whatever. But this dude would refuse to travel in a bus. Mm-hmm. He would ride a motorcycle from city to city. You know what I mean? That's he, so like, you know, it was like, yeah, and, like the bus, he, he had a whole entire fucking workforce around just him alone. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And mm-hmm. you're like, and I don't, I never saw him be weird. I never saw him be, of course. Any, but it's like, imagine, imagine having to fucking, just to fucking ride a motorcycle to a show. You have a team of motherfuckers that are following you, making sure you don't die, making sure your thing's fueled up because you're sure as shit not fueling up your own motorcycle. Yeah. You know, it's, and you're like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, what do you have to watch someone watch w- yeah. like wipe your ass? Like what's happening? You know? Well, and the person that wipes their ass has a family that's dependent right. on you yeah, wiping exactly. that ass. Yeah. Before, that's yeah. that's yeah. what occurred that's to me. Crazy. Like, oh man, this is so before I worked for Ryan or whatever, what what little bit I did, um, mm-hmm. I was Sia's personal assistant, mm-hmm. and that was like a whole other. What a mind fuck, huh? Imagine having a personal assistant so, alone. You know what I mean. It was the worst one. And, and, and speaking, I do want to. I do want to. I want to touch on this, and this is the only yeah. reason I brought you here. Morrissey. Oh, what's it? <laughs> huh? I'm not familiar. Yeah, with you're, you're not familiar. familiar? <laughs> yeah, I have hated this guy. Yeah, the, my whole entire life, I pride myself on it, and I, I don't want to gloat. I mean, it's a yeah. bummer that he ended up being yeah. a total piece of yeah. shit like he is. Of but. You guys are the biggest Morrissey fans on earth, dude. Like, what's... Can yeah. I just hear it once? I was right. Just, you, I just want you, to hear... You heard it first. I was right. You heard it here first. We liked Morrissey before it was a thing called yeah, Morrissey. Totally. And then you'll hear it first again. You were right. Craig was right, dude. <laughs> Boosh, bitches! I, I, yeah. I should have known. Also, he changed, not me. Yeah, right, 100%. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm exactly yeah. the same. But did he actually change, or did it just come or to life that he's always real. been a total fucking turd? I think um, turds became popular. Right. And racism became more open, and right. everything became black or white yeah. at some point. So totally. Early. And I think he was got caught up in... I mean, he's always he said like controversial shit forever, but the right. Brexit thing, yeah, and the the the, the new right, alt right, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't even know what version it is there. Yeah, he associated more with keep England British, right? Yeah, kind of vibe, right? And that's where I draw the line. Yeah, with with with, with things that he said. Um, but he's probably always kind of been a little bit like that. Well, I mean, there's not one. I I know people that have worked with him. I know yeah. people that work for him. Mm-hmm. Every one of them says he's a fucking prima donna whiner. Oh, dude. dude. I mean, oh, so it's like. That, what, here, the, and here's the thing: like, are you allowed to like the music that the yeah. monster creates? Yes, of course you are. You know what I mean? Oh, but you know, there's not there's there's no limit to fucking stories. You know, I heard a story the other day about him deciding his whole crew needed to shave their head after a show. He made everyone in the fucking crew <laughs> okay, shave their like head. That, You're like, what the fuck, dude? Okay, like, that, what the fuck? That you know? is like totally hard. Like to me, that's like silly and harmless, whatever. Yeah. 
It's sucks. With, with, it's with, stupid. <laughs> it's an asshole <laughs> maneuver, but it's not. It's not yeah. like I don't want brown people in England. No, I uh, yeah, I get yeah, I get you there. Yeah. I mean, even that, it's like him being um, no, 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 horrible. But like, I'm like, yeah. oh, he just has a like a horrible outlook on life, and he is, mm-hmm. but inflicting like actual damage on people's lives. Yeah, that's where you. That's I, where you draw the line. I don't think I don't know that he is there, mm-hmm. but like you know, like any things with like relationships and taking yeah. advantage of people. I think that's such a more pressing issue when it comes to like celebrities using their um, power right. Right, and abusing it personally. Yeah. Mean, yeah, but like yeah, then you're like, okay, I'm not going to give Morrissey any more money or like right. any more like free. <laughs> Publicity. Yeah. I'm not going to put his name on my body anymore. Or just defend him. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I've like, never like, tired of defending his ass, if, right? Anytime, like, there's a Morrissey headline where he says, like... Some wild shit. Yeah, and, and like, <laughs> for, for a long time, and, and even in the 80s, like, he was famously misquoted, mm-hmm. and there was always a way for him to talk out, his way out of it, and then right. for... People like me to talk to be like, oh no, like that was a misquote or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and I get that, and I understand that, and that stuff does happen. Like, yeah, of course, the, the media decides the guy's been famous for forty yeah. fucking and, years, and the media yeah, decides sure. someone's a villain and then plays into it, and everyone likes it. Oh, well, and England did truly hate him, right? That was like a like yeah. any like a woe is me. Like, yeah. people really like when when they did like the Smiths lawsuits and everything. He got it. He got like. His mom's house got taken away or something, or almost taken away. Mm-hmm. Like, they really fucked him over. Yeah. So, he, he, that's in his defense a little bit. Mm-hmm. But now I mean, nothing to do with being racist. So, so, yeah. So, yeah. That, you can defend it, you can defend it, you can defend it. You can say it was misquoted, you can say it was misunderstood. Right. You can say, well, you don't have the whole quote. And that's all, that's all right. fine and dandy, whatever. Like, you know, and this plays into the greater, like, Trumpness of fake news and all this mm-hmm. kind of shit. Like that whole thing is like, dude, we never trusted the media. We never trusted yeah, the government. Yeah, yeah. That's not new to me. Like, of course yeah. the news is a lot. No, I had to tell my dad, like Obviously. Hey, I know you just looked up and realized how bad this country is. Yeah. But I've been awake for a long time. Like yeah. I it's like you know, you you're surprised by the fact yeah, that yeah. the media's lying to you. Like what yeah, the look, fuck, dude? Yeah. Duh. So yeah. Back back to the Morrissey thing. Like that was like excusable, whatever. Mm-hmm. And people having like personal stories about him being an asshole and all this kind of stuff. Like, okay, like I and whatever. I say it a little clearer now, mm-hmm. but I've met him four or five times. Mm-hmm. Amazing, one on one. So cool. Mm-hmm. So nice. Appreciative. Humble. Mm-hmm. Everything. The opposite of what you hear and assume about Morrissey. Sure. Made fun of himself. I assumed yeah. that... Yeah. He made a whole career off of that. Yeah. I, I assumed, <laughs> yeah. even as a fan who yeah. worshipped him and built par- part of my identity around being a fan, uh-huh. um, I assumed he would be mean to me if I met him. <laughs> no. Dude, he came to my work once, and I was wearing a very obviously shitty bootleg Smith shirt, Yeah, and he made a joke about it and commented about it. Like, oh, yeah. for sure. And then he sent you a cease and desist. <laughs> Like, just, just cool. Just super Yeah, cool. I get it. I super mean, appreciative. Yeah. I yeah. met him and got an autograph tattoo. Me and Todd did. We worked together. He came to our work. We were like, yo, let's just go do this. Uh, Left, walked outside in the parking lot, stopped him by his car, got an autograph, 
just walked down the street and got tattooed. Like, I was gone. I was just talking to my old boss about this. I was yeah. gone from work for like an hour and didn't even tell anyone. Right, right. Like, I just, I was like, I'll lose my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did it. Totally cool. I met him again, like, three years later at a bar. I saw him. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to wrap myself up. But I was like, with a couple friends who were like, oh, we're going to get autograph tattoos. And I was like, I'm just going to do it again. <laughs> you got a second one? You got a second one. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I had one on my wrist, one on my, one on my elbow, but I was like, I'm just going to act like I've never met him before because this is very embarrassing what I'm doing. Yeah. And he remembered me. He did made, not. He made a joke about it. He did not. So he's doing it, and I, I didn't show him. I didn't say, like, oh, I remember last time. Da, da, da. I was just like, because that's super embarrassing. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, just like on oh, my elbow right here. And in the middle of writing, he goes, I'll try and make this one look better than the last one. So I was like, damn, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't remember every single person I meet, and I'm not famous. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Like, he has no reason. Like, anywhere Well, it's because you're white. That's why I remember you. (laughs) Anywhere he goes in L.A., people stop him and ask him for an autograph. I'm sure, man. You know what I mean? Like, why would he remember me? Anyways, so I was like, damn, he's fucking cool, actually. Yeah. And... Yeah. So, so I had only had. Great, has, I mean, he has a, obviously is a cool side. Like, yeah, yeah. So I had only had great experiences with him, and so many of my, you know, this, so many of my friendships mm-hmm. were either um, rooted in or or fortified by Morrissey fandom. Right. I met people at shows. That oh I'm yeah, still amazing sure. friends with. You know, what I mean, it obviously took like a. A relationship of like me and our longtime mutual friend Mike Dragon. You know, we were all playing in punk bands together. Who whatever. is the reason I hate Marcy? We, 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 you know, we would, we would all stay at your house. Mike Dragon, it's your fucking fault. Dude. We would all stay at your house or stay yeah. at his house. You guys lived down the street from each yeah. other. Like, that was our life until I got into, to Morrissey from Todd being into Morrissey. Mm-hmm. And then Mike got into Morrissey and ruined it. He, his, <laughs> his brain switched. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, and, it was insane. And it took me, you know, I didn't stay really close with Mike for a, for for much longer after that, right? After you know, because he got into a totally different scene, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But it took me and me and Dragon having that took us in a different direction than it took you. Like, right? It, it probably had something to do with. I mean. We never had a falling out or anything no, like that. No, not at all. It took no. us on a path. And, yeah, and, our just and, paths and, went and, different, you know, you know. And and I feel, to me, that was like a marker of it, of like, oh, like, he yeah. became Morrissey obsessed. Yeah. And, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. that led to a million different things for both of us, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I can never take that away from myself. I can never no. take that away from Morrissey. Being a Morrissey super fan has done so much for me. Right. And what's crazy is Smith's lyrically, musically have informed me in so many ways that are really important mm-hmm. and, and maybe look at the world in a certain way. And I've done, done so many things for me that actually pointed me in the opposite direction of where Morrissey is. Right. So that's well, my, and that's the I, thing, too, is like, you know, does a, does an artist's creation of work define him as a human? No, it doesn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah, Morrissey probably has some... Stu- I mean, he, obviously, he says some stupid shit. He's done yeah. stupid shit. He's, not, he's known for being a prima donna, yeah. all these things. But does it mean you have to fucking hate every single band that's ever, you know, like mm-hmm. look at Led Zeppelin, look at fucking ACDC, you know, these oh, guys are talking about yeah. sticking fish and, and 16 year old pussies. Like, yeah. Yeah. do you have to hate fucking Led Zeppelin from now on? You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, how do you, I, there is, you know, how do you rectify the, that? It, you know? So the Smith thing for me, and this is like kind of how I've like come to terms with it. 
Because, yeah, it's like, dude, they were like my... I mean, I wrote yeah. songs to for Morrissey to sing on. And, like, <laughs> I, I gave them to his, like, management. Yeah. Too. I've done, like, every possible Everything thing you could possibly do. On the checklist. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because, like, this... But I'm like, this must be the greatest band of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, in, And I like this band, yeah, by the, the way. Only person Johnny Barr is incredible. Yeah, yeah. If like, it was yeah. not Kermit the Frog singing, I'd yeah. be fucking like, stuck. I think like, a lot of people could say like, yeah. the mo- like one of the most influential bands of all time. Uh, they they got to be up there, dude. Yeah. yeah like, sure. one, like, and just remarkable and everything about them. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing that they did when they were really young. Mm-hmm. And I think that should just be kind of its own special 100%. Thing. And then him becoming like Trumpy 30 years later... I don't think that I don't I separate you separate the two. It's anymore. almost like not yeah. even the same. It, it makes sense, dude. Yeah, it's, it's almost not even the same person. But, but it, like, yeah, but like you know, people back to Ryan, his fans are like, I think they're they felt caught off guard because his lyrics are like "woe is me" and all about relationships right, and all right. these things. How he think of him as a very, a very sensitive, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, you're actually just writing songs about it. Like you're, uh, you know, like you're writing yeah. songs about being the victim when yeah. you're actually the aggressor. Yeah. yeah. So you're, I you're think I think people, a, a lot of his fans were like, "I'm done with you," and like I've been done with Morrissey's new music for a long time. Yeah, a long ass time. So right? like yeah. that doesn't really. Um, yeah. But like, I think no matter who you are, or whatever you just want to hopefully do what is right. Right. What is gonna offend the least amount of people in terms of like, you know, because like I have friends that were. With the Ryan thing, like clearly affected myself too, not mm-hmm. in that sort of way, but definitely affected. So yeah, yeah it's a case by case scenario for sure. If if this person, it's just how it hits you. But like, there are a lot of people who with like Ryan tattoos. Oh yeah, dude. For and sure. like, I know I have. Yeah, exactly. Tattoos. So like, mm-hmm. and like, are they supposed? Am I? Do I care that they still listen to him? No, not, not at, at all. No. I can't even. It's not in my. Like, yeah, I like. Dude, but he was a dick to me. He said he was going to give me a hundred thousand dollars. Like, you can't listen to him. And it's like, who cares? Like, yeah. Why you? you gonna, why would mark. you put that on? You were a else, mark. Yeah. You shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's but, a trick, dude. Yeah. Um, you know, every everybody. Also, the older I get, like everybody has faults. Oh yeah. I'm Nobody exactly. is perfect. Nobody has led the perfect life, and. Because me coming out and saying something, like, I felt so exposed, like, mm-hmm. oh, you think you're in a position to talk about how somebody's bad? Yeah. That, and I've... All of a sudden, Runyon's like, remember that one time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 no! Exactly. No! Exactly. Yeah, you have to do inventory so on that, I know. That has, like, yeah. truly yeah. effed me up. Um, you know, and... But what was I supposed to do? Not say something? What well, right? Yeah, I mean, you can only do what yeah. you know what you feel like compelled to do with as a compassionate human. You know, I mean, that's why you know I just wanted I, all yeah. I wanted was no. a little gloat time. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. but um, 100%. you know, I, 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 you know, it's just I don't want to see anyone fall from grace yeah. unnecessarily. You know what I mean? Like, but you do create your own universe, and sometimes that universe is so fucking spider webbed, it's going to mm-hmm. collapse, dude. You know what I mean? And, and I think, and now, if of all the things that are going on now, this yeah. cancel culture bullshit, everything that's going yeah. on, it is exposing people for being pieces of shit. And you're not going to make it in this world anymore if you're a real, true yeah. piece which of is shit. Which is awesome. Which and, is fine. And it's me, taking you know? away a lot of the power that maybe famous people have mm-hmm. and shouldn't have had. Shouldn't have had anyway. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So I think there yeah. are definitely 
Yeah, for sure. And but also, it's just like our generation's just gonna die off, and there's like the right. new our kids are gonna be the, the world's not even ours anymore. Socially yeah. accepting, mm-hmm. open, hopefully aware. So it's I don't know. Yeah, it's I like hope changing so, of a guard will I, happen at some point. Yeah, I think uh, cancel culture or whatever. It's like it's such a dumb argument to even have, but my view on it is it's a net positive because mm. people have been allowed to manipulate and be mm-hmm. shitty in the dark for too long. Yeah. And that goes from everyone from like someone sketchy, uh, stepdad to someone who owns a restaurant to, right. to, to musician. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it's a net positive. People should get, if you say some racist shit, you should get socked in the fucking face. Right. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. At this point, we, in, and in we, age, and yeah. we, in, in the punk culture we grew up with, we were already not taking, we were yeah, we taking never story. tolerated it. You know anyway. what I mean? Like, yeah. there was, there was shops in Ventura that mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to because I knew they had, you know, Swazi white, white supremacist shit. people yeah. adjacent to it. Right. Like, oh, like, you know, I'm not going to go to that shop or I'm yeah. not going to get tattooed there. I'm not going to whatever. Like, right. no, like, that's off limits because that shit is white. Yeah, fuck that shit. You dude. know what I mean? Like, that's, and that's, that's a good way to be. 100%. Know what you believe in. Yeah. Stand up for that shit at all costs. Beautiful. We've always operated that way. That's the way it goes. The only I I have a a, a unique perspective because of seeing how it <clears throat> affected how one person being canceled affected my brother's life, right. my brother's kids' life, my mom's life. Right, right. Gave me a new perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not anti-cancel culture I'm just the other thing is I'm like dude like I guess the simple way to put it is choose your battles like right don't don't cancel someone when you could have just had a conversation with them right cancel someone that you know is is harming people right go fuck that person's life up right Tear their business down. Yeah, get yeah. them fucking fired. Beat their ass. Yeah, just because you disagree because in an they argument, deserve you know it. What I mean, but yeah. also if someone's an asshole, cut them out of your life. Yeah, the end. That's the canceling that needs to happen. Yeah, just yeah. Cut you them out of your life. Mean, like, yeah. hit that mute button. So hang tight. Let me yeah. throw the uh, computer charger in here. My computers. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's it, it goes all directions with that shit. I, yeah. I think when I see when I see my kids, I know that. This world is not mine anymore, for and sure. I'm happy for that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the shit I had to tolerate as a kid, yeah. listening to my fucking, some of these people in my life say terrible things, yeah. you know what I mean? Does not happen around me, period. You know what I mean? Like, and I wouldn't have tolerated it, and my fucking kids sure aren't going to tolerate it, so yeah. it's awesome, you know? Oh, sorry. I'm going to plug this but, in for But, yeah, my thing is, like, again, the simple way to put it, choose your battles, like, wait for the right time and make that shit stick. Hundred percent. Don't, don't don't cancel someone in the moment and then be cool with them later. Don't you know whatever. Like I think okay, one little tidbit like you know like <clears throat> investigative journalism and getting all this. Mm-hmm. That's that's something else entirely. And but like I do like the Walmart Karen videos and things like that. Yeah. Where, <laughs> That's when I'm like, dude, you're ruining, like, this person is a racist idiot and they're being like, about a mask or something, but it's like, now you're just gonna ruin their life forever. Yeah. Just to make fun of them. Right. And I think that is. Yeah, I mean, someone's bad day, that's a bummer, dude. You know what I mean? And, 
But know. also, like, imagine being the person that's going to scream in an employee's face. At a, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. dude, it's like a little yeah. bit, There's like... Some, dude, fuck, fuck those people forever. But we've always <laughs> also felt that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's just, like, a, a, there's other ways, like, the public shaming part of it, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, like... I don't it's really as cringy as the act itself. It I really like it, though, because... Some people... Yeah. I mean, but does anybody deserve to have the entire world laugh at them for saying something stupid? Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. Depends on what they say. But sometimes. Then, like, yeah. imagine I how... I feel bad for their kids. Yeah. Because, like, I've known people who... They're like, yeah, my mom's fucking nuts. I hate her. Yeah. But it's still their mom. I, feel like I know. Kid yeah, yeah. Like, Yo, I saw your mom on, on Facebook and she was wiling. Like, it sucks. That kid shouldn't have to have <laughs> a conversation. Yeah. But also, like, I, I, again, I think it's net positive because I agree with making it embarrassing to be a racist. Right. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. You should yeah. be fucking embarrassed. But then yeah. it's like a and crusade of, like, it'll, I, I, I don't, it yeah, no, it, where's the line? Right? I'm like where's very, the line? Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I've been, like, pacifist dude, you know, trying to be socially aware as much as possible, like, for the majority everybody. of your life. Yeah, yeah. for every, yeah. everybody, yeah. you know, but my parents, you know, whatever. But, like, I'm, like, not that I want to see where these horrible people are coming from, right. but, like, for everybody just to be, like, the world is laughing at you now, you're a meme because mm-hmm. you're a horrible person, but, like... Is it's that, a bummer. Is, is it's that, a bummer way. It's not the way it. you resolve it. Like, no. you know, what if, and then <clears throat> you think of like, okay, the person that like kills somebody is like a murderer or whatever. They go to jail for forty years. Like, mm-hmm. now, we used to be. I don't know what the right answer is. We used to be accepting of the death penalty. Well, uh, of like the people can change. We used mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. they pay their debt to society. Yeah. There's yeah. no amount of time. There's no amount of jail. Where a person can absolve themselves from a public shaming, right? Like, yeah. It's like, oh, you you called me the n word because you were mad, and now that person is just the person that did that, and there's nothing they can do to, to never that. not be that person. And like, yeah, you know that is horrible, very very horrible. And yeah, horrible to have that to, yeah. to do, but there are people killing people, going to jail, mm-hmm. getting out of jail, right, and being. For, yeah, I don't know. There's just like no uh, the public, the public, the public, me, like the, public the social media landscape is. It, is there's it's no it's rules so hard and there's no like, and yeah, racist people, fuck them all. But like, I don't know. Like, it's more sad to you than anything. And I have personally racist friends. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have more. Racist. No, I you know people like okay when um, the Ryan thing happened and I mm-hmm. made a statement. Perez Hilton wrote an art article about me uh-huh. in, on his blog about how I knew about Ryan's behavior and how I like let it happen. Oh, dude, and that, oh fuck, yeah, that's brutal. Nothing in my life has ruined me more than that. Just right. him trying to score a point with me, right? And like, oh, that wasn't the case at all. Yeah, uh, it wasn't real. Of but not. That like. Fuck me up. Yeah. Do you know, like, imagine a tabloid guy writing an article about you. Well, that, and just being accused of a fucking, someone that's watching all this go down and letting it happen. Oh, yeah. Somehow, like, you have a hand in it now. uh, Like, you know what I mean? Part of it was, like, Ryan didn't, like, step up at the time and say, like, yo, he had nothing, like, come on, dude. Like, Todd had nothing to do with this. So he didn't do that. So that when I was like, okay, dude, you're dead to me forever. Fuck you. (laughs) It's on site. I will fucking. 
mm-hmm. don't ever look at me in the room. Right, right, like, yeah. you've, uh, you know. That's brutal, you man. You came for my money. That's crazy. <laughs> um, but so I, I can, in a weird way, the public shaming aspect of it, I can kind of relate to. It's like, when is it acceptable? When is it? How much time? There's yeah. no, like, look at the Louis C.K. thing, right? You know, the, you know, the comedian, that, yeah. you know, fucking jerking off in front of chicks, asked permission, got weird a couple times. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, is he supposed to be, he's probably one of the greatest comedians on earth. What is he, but is he going to be canceled forever? Think, like, what is, what's happening? Well, now? like, I think with him, it's every, you know, it's our right to be a fan or not. But right. I think it's how the, the person, acknowledges what they did. Mm-hmm. I think that is a huge... That's a massive one. That's a huge yeah. level of what's going to let them back into right. the fold. Um, Which, what you know, he created this massive statement, fucking went in hiding, you know, did his thing, worked on himself for months and months, you know, a year or whatever plus, yeah. and now he's back, you know, but it'll never be the same for him, you know what I mean, from what it was. And this is a trip, there's no easy answer, there's just no easy answer, there's no easy solution. You know what I mean? But eventually what we're going to have to get over is, you know, if you fucking said some dumb thing on Twitter 15 years ago, yeah, and I now mean, you're famous, and now they want to drag you, go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I do like, think, like, that, that's like, where I'm like, okay, this is out of I think control, that's you know? what that's I was saying with Morrissey, thing. where it's like, just saying <clears throat> some stupid racist shit is horrible and whatever, but there has to be a way to accept people's faults. Yeah. There, you know, and like, well, we used to be able to, you know, like yeah. a Republican used to be married to a Democrat for yeah. years. Yeah. Know? So I think um, yeah. that part of it, the whole discourse and everything, yeah. I, um, you know, also like, I'm a dad and yeah. so far removed and I've been in a relationship for a long time and like not, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like, it's just different. It's we different. have a different, yeah. we're not in the mix. No, it's, it's complicated, but I will say in defense of again, in defense of public shaming, is the new political climate, the, you know, the Trump-isms, the Trump uh, world glorification, that being brought to the spot, you know, to center stage Uh of American living, embolden a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And... We need to take that away. Yeah, hundred percent. In, in a weird way, it's good because you're like, okay, no, 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 no one can hide. Now we it. know who you guys are. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, like, for me, to, for me, to, uh, white dude, for me to say like, no, that person shouldn't be public shame for being racist. Like, like immediately, like, oh, but what about their family? Like, think about how they made people feel their whole life. You know, uh, like, like I can't even. I'm just saying, like, yeah, like you know, you see these videos, like this lady, like called the cops on a. A black man for being in a park, right? Yeah, like yeah. that lady should not be a, should not be allowed to live her life that way. <laughs> yeah, she I mean, shouldn't be allowed to live her life yeah. that way. Well, that's, she won't now. Yeah. That's not yeah. an okay way to be. Yeah. The flip side of that also is like I've I've seen you know one video in particular. I've seen it probably seventy times. If I saw her walking down the street, I wouldn't recognize her. I'm right, going to be like someone might, but I'm not going to be like you're that racist. Whatever. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. in but, her hometown, she's fucked. You know or what I mean? She's celebrating. Or maybe, yeah, yeah, they were like, they're like, yeah, Donna, we hate that fucking black yeah, guy in that yeah, park she, looking at birds. Yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, totally. But, but, yeah. like, again, like, it needs to be embarrassing to be a racist. Right, I'm with you, dude. Like, yeah. and because, I, you know, you have uh, a high school age kid or approaching mm-hmm. high school age kid, like, 
we want to assume and we see like the media portrayal of the younger generation being like ultra woke and being like all oh, this yeah. kind of stuff and and again absolutely net positive there's there's funny anecdotes and there's things that are oh, yeah. bigger pictures that they don't see yet that I might or or vice versa but there's there are kids in high school that are glorifying Trump and totally glorifying, yeah. you know what I mean like more so than ever it's yeah. and it's crazy yeah. like because yeah we we just think of young people as everyone being woke no but there's there's a there's a there's a legit lashback yeah there, there's like a backlash there's, going these, on like, right now budding Republican kids who are going to grow yeah. up to be the next Proud Boys or whatever yeah, kind, yeah. Of, kind of shit. And, like, like, I want to live in a world where, or create a world or support a world where, like, if you are a 16-year-old uh, alt-right Republican machismo person, mm-hmm. you can't get a date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that yeah. that's what it should be, like... You should not be able to get a girlfriend if right. you're a racist. Yeah, I mean, like, it shouldn't be and cool. that's the hard part is like di- different ideologies, different yeah. political, social, economic yeah. shape. Fine, but For th- sure. it's where the ignorant, just pure ignorance, is able to rear its head. That's what I have a problem with too, man. You yeah. know, like in in our world, Ventura is such a weird place, and how we grew up is such a weird place. But like, you know, we we were friends with, and our friend group extended to a lot of like very cool girls. Mm-hmm. Cool, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and they would not date bros. Yeah, no, it's like not gonna happen. a bro could yeah. not spit game to one of our no yeah. girlfriends who was pretty cool, stylish. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. they, you know what I mean? These were like hot babes in high school mm-hmm. that were would not attracted. They to would not put up with a yeah a, a moron. A, yeah. I mean, I, it's, but there's such a strange place that like at least that like. The school, you know, Buena and whatever, like, our version of, like, the, the proto, prototype, like, jock, it wasn't like a jock, it was like a surfer. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we didn't, yeah. it wasn't like, like, the football star who was popular. It was right. like, surf bros and whatever. Yeah. Um, but our friends wouldn't give them the time of day. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't be a machismo, you know, jock type. Yeah, and get, and and, get traction. And, and hang out with friends. one of our cool yeah. girls. Yeah. And... That's the way. That's the way it should be. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. On, it should not be cool or popular to be a Trump teen, right? Yeah. Like it should be embarrassing. Yeah, but yeah, all that <laughs> behavior's taught, dude. It's all oh, taught. Oh, you know I mean? a- absolutely. But <laughs> I just don't. I just don't want to let it let it slide. And it won't. I think generally we. You are yeah. right. Net positive. We're going that yeah. way. You know. Hey, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Dude, I know you guys pleasure. got shit to do today. We're almost two hours in. That's awesome. I, mean, I, I, I could do this all day. Me on, too. Yeah. On, on or off. Yeah, um, for sure. You know. I, um, I'm stoked Ventura to pumps. see you guys in town. <laughs> Ventura Pumps, yeah. bro. Shout uh, out, also, shout out Montalvo. That's right. Dude, that's what's up. Uh, we guys want to throw out anywhere, anything you got going on, Instagram handles, whatever you want. At totally underscore Todd, T-O-D. Mm. I'm just covering in... Yesterday's hits, today's favorites. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my outlet. For music. Dude. Uh, but really, I do uh, guitar videos and uh, yes. lessons. I literally need some, dude. I'm going to pick your brain for some chicken picking right yeah, now. I've, I've <laughs> taken guitar lessons from him, and, and my, 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 you double. My, my ADD <laughs> doesn't make me good at guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, my name is Casey Weisenbaker, and that's what I'm called on things, but it was like art shit. I would yeah. say more than anything, just freaking shout out to you, Craig. 
I love you. Yeah, I love shout you. Shout out to all, all of our OG uh, friends. Shout out to freaking Ventura, Oxnard, Punk, Hardcore, everything. I wish it's, I could afford to live here. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> one million percent. I realize it more and more as I get older. Made me who I am, what mm-hmm. I love, what I care about. The fact that I have the political views I have came from all of us being together. It came from the records I listen to. All that shit that seems like it's not important has been the most important thing in our entire lives. Fucking all the love and light to Chris LeBaron, yeah, to my dad, to people who've like made us who we are and that we have unfortunately lost recently. And, you know, anyone that listens to this that I haven't talked to in a long time, I fucking love you and I never want to have you lose me or me lose you and say, I wish I would have kept in better touch. So yeah, man. let's fucking get in touch. We went all Florida guy on us. <laughs> if you went all Florida guy, you'd be on fire with the speedo. Yeah. Florida yeah. sucks. California forever. That's right, man. Hardcore. Let's fucking go. Well, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> love you guys. Yeah, love yes. You. All right.